hello there, and welcome to Rhyme of the Frostmaiden here on Dork Tales. I am your Dungeon Master Kelly, and I uh, use he and him pronouns, and I'm happy to be here tonight. There are a lot of ands tonight. I'm happy to be here because it has been a long week, and it's raining right now, and it's super moody outside, and I'm feeling really... Is it raining in Vancouver, Hayden? I think... No, it's just cloudy right now. Okay, well, I'll send the rain over, and it'll be there in a little bit. It's supposed to rain tomorrow, so... Mm. So, uh, folks, welcome to Rhyme of the Frostmaiden. If this is your first time tuning in, you are on episode 30 of Rhyme of the oh Frostmaiden. Oh my god, really? That's right, Rhyme really? 30. Wow. Rhyme, rhyme is in its 30. 30s, which means that Rhyme, I'm sorry to say this, this game's back and knees are going to start giving out. <sighs> this game my, needs some I, ibuprofen. I, I wish I wish my Rhyme waited until 30 before it it let its right? knees and back started right? to give out. It's just a guarantee. Mine went out at like twenty three. Mine yep. started at seventeen. Yeah. Mm, I would. I could see that as an issue for. I mean, my, mine went out at eighteen because I was an idiot and did a bunch of bench pressing by myself. So mm, that'll do it. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. I just started dislocating my kneecap. Okay, that's enough of that. Uh, anyway, <laughs> hi everybody. Why? Why? Um, because Why? she has weird hobbies. I don't know. Um, all right. So hey, everybody. I was a seventeen year old girl. It happens. Masochism. I'm not going to read into that. That's a... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it is I'm, legitimately I'm... Like, more common for girls as they grow to have that happen. Yeah, it's true. Huh. Did not know that. The anyway. more you know. The more... Dun, 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 dun. All right. So, hey, folks. Uh, this is Rhyme with the Frostmaiden, episode 30. If you are new here, then you've missed a lot of backstory. You can catch up on that at uh, youtube.com slash dorktales for our back episodes. Give us a like and subscribe, smash that bell. Or on uh, any podcasting app. Um, although we're about, I think we're only at episode 14 on the podcast because I have to do a little more audio editing. That'll be this week. So those will be dropping every week to get us caught up. So if you're listening on podcast, I'm really sorry. It took me a while. I got busy. I had to write like two books, um, which that should be coming out any day now. Damn it. We're just waiting for the final art. And I'm like, mm, mm. anyway. Uh, so hi everybody. Uh, why don't we go ahead and introduce our cast right now, and then we're going to start. And I also wanted to say hello to everybody in chat. Good to see you all. Um, you did that in a week. I don't know what you did in a week. I don't know. Anyway, uh, let's go ahead and uh, oh, holy crap! Thank you, Froggy with legs. Froggy, Dave, thank hello. you so much. Thank you for the subs. Oh, thank you. Um, thank you, Frendo. Thank you, Frendo. Uh, all right, why don't we go ahead and just, let's just do the big loop, uh, and let's start the big loop with Mike this time. Hi, Mike. Hey, everybody. How's it going? My name's Mike. I use they, them pronouns. Tonight, I'm rocking a massive headache, which is why I don't have my wig on, and I'm also playing our human bard, Katarina Firestring, tonight. Nice. Also, good to see everybody in the chat, it looks like. Aw. Oh, that's, that's Alicor. I know you. I know you. You were posting uh, in YouTube, leaving lots of nice comments. I recognize you. You are nice. <laughs> I like you. Um, if you're the same person. Either way, I like you because you you're posting hearts. Um, okay. Uh, now let's go around to Robin. Hello, everyone. I'm Robin, and I'm in 4K, baby. I look, I just, oh, it's so good. Uh, I just, wish, I wish no that weird. Zoom didn't downscale you a little, so you're better than you were. You're still not quite as crisp as you could be. Damn it. Damn but that's it. okay. That's okay. That's okay. Hey, no weird, no weird exposure where, like, half the side of my face is just glowing. It's, yeah, and the other half is nice pixelating to... like you're getting sucked through a Matrix phone. You'll... Exactly. Yeah. So, you I know, I was thinking you were more red today. 
Like, I know. Vibrantly red. I know. It's Fire so truck vibrant. Red. I know. It's so great. so great. I love it. But yes, I am Robin and I am playing our everyone's favorite Dionanda, Vister Dankill, on Mutants with Barbarian. Nice. All right. <laughs> Passing it up to Christine. Oof. Hello. I'm Christine. Um, I go by she, her pronouns, and I am playing Callie Thornhill, our halfling druid tonight. Uh, she is sassy and adorable and is all around wonderful. Hayden, it's, it's your turn. And it's Hayden. <laughs> I guess it's me. Hi. Best Hi, for last. Whoa, don't fucking lie to me. <laughs> anyway, what's up, guys? I'm Hayden Davio. You might know me as Priestess and Goblin Slayer, Yasko Kowenji and the Helpful Fox Senko-san. Arc Royal and Eldridge and Azure Lane, and a bunch of other anime titles that I can't yet talk about, but you could totally go look at my IMDb, and if you've been watching Fruba, I'm speckled all throughout there. Heckin' the new dub, not not the fucking... Anyways, hi. <laughs> I'm in a weird mood today. I've been staring at my computer screen all day editing. Anyways, I'm playing Lysithian Callisto, the Moon Elf Wizard, and um, yeah, I'm ready to uh, fireball some shit, because that's kind of what I'm at. All right. Uh, so, folks, we are going to be starting game in just one second. I wanted to say that it is really great to see. I'm seeing a lot of people in the chat right now who are saying that it's their first time uh, catching us live or that um, one of the one of the first times they managed to catch us live. So hopefully you will enjoy the experience. Um, I also wanted to say a couple of quick announcements just so that everybody is aware. Um, if you like what we're doing here on Rhyme of the Frostmaiden, uh, we are going to be still doing this throughout. Um... Uh, so Rhyme of the Frostbane, I think, is probably going to wrap around episode 40 or so. I think that's what, like, this last place has probably about 10 episodes left in it to give it a satisfying conclusion. Uh, after that, we're going to be going kind of um, a little weird and maybe doing uh, a different game on Monday nights. Since we still have Hayden on that night, we might be doing some uh, some Call of Cthulhu for a couple of weeks. Um, and then in September, we're going to be running whatever new module comes out. Because uh, they always release one in September. If they do not release one in September for some reason, we might do a speedrun of Avernus. Uh, who knows? I've already got the theme song picked out if we do that, because it sounds it's not really good. Uh, but we also have a bunch of other games on the channel that you should check out as well. Uh, for one, Candlekeep Mysteries is uh, a rotating DM and cast where you actually get to see like me play. It's kind of nice. Um, that happens like roughly every Tuesday. Uh, it sometimes rotates to get the uh, certain players and guests in. Uh, so you should check that out. And also, uh, as of this Sunday, a new game is hitting Dork Tales. It's going to be bi-weekly every other Sunday starting on May 23rd and going pretty much until it's over. And that is a playthrough of Ghosts of Saltmarsh, the Wizards of the Coast module about this small coastal town of Saltmarsh and the many... Uh, evil and inexplicable adventures that are tied to that town. Uh, and it is not going to be run by me. It is going to be run by our dear team member, Amy. Uh, it is Amy's first real campaign. And uh, so you get to go and watch a new DM, like learn some growing pains and like figure out the system and really um, come and grow with us. It's going to be a really good experience and you get to support a new DM and uh, you get to see me play and Robin play. Because we're both in that, along with a newbie and uh, someone else. Someone else. Natasha and Caitlin are in that game as well. So uh, it, it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, my costume's pretty dope, so I'm pretty excited. So I'm much excited. guy liner. 
I'm excited. I'm not excited. It's gonna be great. So uh, that is going to be that, and uh, yeah. So that is uh, that is my announcement. Anybody else have another cool announcement they want to say before we jump? Um, you can now buy stuff from me on Redbubble. Woo! I just what? released Ooh. some designs over there. I say uh, some designs. It's a design. It's Ooh. if you like Goblin Slayer and you like Priestess, I made a little mat, or it's like a design primarily made for masks or mugs or notebooks. It looks good on all of them. It's sort of a repeating design, uh, black and white. It is her little staff. And you can put it on notebooks or on masks. It's primarily made for masks. Do you want to post your selfish. link? Yeah, sure. And, I will uh, happily post my link. Please do. And we also have a bunch of new designs on the Dorktales. Yeah, go uh, check out the Dorktales. Because yeah. you can get a James Bodash t-shirt now. I yes. want my Harwar shirt. The Harwar shirt is coming. Uh, I I'm keep, so excited. I keep having um, conversations on the... Uh, on the uh, like the Facebook page for DMs for Rhyme of the Frostman, they're like, which NPC has been the most impactful on yours? And I'm like, Harwar, Harwar, you need more Harwar. <laughs> and they're like, how did you make something happen with Harwar? And I'm like, mm. I cast him as Adam Driver. <laughs> That's how we made it happen. So uh, for, the, for those of you who don't know who Amy is, Amy is in a ton of other games. Uh, she is in uh, Our Werewolf the Forsaken Chronicle. She's Tia Armstrong in Shards of Nern on Wednesdays. And she is... Uh, wow, that's a lot of shop links. Boom. Way to spam it's that. It's in case it gets buried. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> and then uh, she's also uh, leading on Maeve and Maeve and lead leading in uh emery's which is going to finally run this friday so that's gonna be good act two i have decided to make it a make it a big thing act two. Ooh. Oh my god i forgot the harwar quote destroy the past kill it if you have to sir this is a red lobster <laughs> okay I don't know why Red Lobster is the funniest restaurant to me. It just is. Okay, Uh, that is enough messing around. We got 10 minutes of opening here. Um, Needs more hardware. And uh, hey, quick reminder, if you like what we do here, give us a follow on Twitch. Give us a sub over on YouTube. And if you got pocket change, throw us some subs or donations here. We also have a Patreon, so you can support the stream directly and help us fund other cool stuff because we we do a lot of stuff. Are cool. We do a lot of stuff. I also, we have some special rewards on the Patreon where you get like shout outs and stuff. And we've got some other ones where if we reach fundraising milestones, I'll like write a book. That's insane, dude. Yeah. Well, because I'm writing setting packages for like our Vancouver setting. And then I'm going to finish. uh, If we get enough, I will start the Kickstarter for Edagon's Tower of Everything. I want that. It's going to be so good. It's got like awakened animals as class options or as race options. So if you want to be a dog with mage hand, you can be. Mage paw. So good. Yeah, you're right. Mage paw. Mage paw. All right. So uh, that is going to be the end of our intro right there. Why don't we go ahead? Uh, Roll 20 is open for music and for uh, invisible, visible maps. Uh, And with that, let us begin. Last episode, you made your way to the Ragged Glacier, splitting it open with the Rhyme of the Frostbaiten. You gathered your strength, the battle between the Elk and Tiger tribes and the Goliath Vanguard raging behind you. You strode inside, charging into the depths. Now, there's some things I want you to know about this cave system, okay? 
inside of here, the ceilings of most of the caverns, unless I say otherwise, are 30 feet high, made of smooth ice. Tunnel ceilings range from 10 to 15 feet, unless otherwise noted. So, no problem for you. In fact, some of you, that's three times your height. All areas are cast in complete darkness, unless I say otherwise. There is no light, aside from what you bring with you. And finally, sound travels quickly here. All perception checks inside of these caves have advantage, unless I tell you otherwise. Uh, for auditory things, at least. Uh, in addition, quick there question are... in that regard. Well, yeah. I'm sorry? Um, a, a quick question if I... If yes, I of course. Um, does that mean that our stealth checks get disadvantage? I was just going to ask that, too. <laughs> um, that will depend. What I would say is that anyone's active perception checks against you would definitely gain that. Uh, it'll be on a case-by-case -case thing. If you're not making a huge racket, I'm not going to give you disadvantage. Uh, but if you fall or something like that, I will I will give the enemy advantage. But Okay, cool. Um, and uh, without further ado, let us go there. So great to see everybody in the chat. We're going to focus on this. And uh, players, can you keep me abreast of any uh, expenditures uh, that are coming in? I have one hurt them more at the beginning of game from last time still. Okay, so I have that set aside. <clears throat> and we will begin. As you move into the glacier, darkness envelops you. You work your way through these wide, seemingly natural formed tunnels. Places where ice has been eroded by water or perhaps earthquake over the years. Velen calls forth light and casts it on the tip of her staff. The owl on her shoulder, her familiar, fluffle, fluffs its feathers with irritation at the bright light. There, there, it's fine, she says. You head further inward and come to a 30-foot-high cavern. In its center, actually, let me move you guys a little bit. Oop. Heading down a small corridor, you will find yourself at a semi-triangular chamber. It's a 30-foot-high cavern. In its center, the remains of a wooden ship hull rests on the floor. What do you do? Investigate it? Sure, absolutely. Yeah, uh, I'd like to assist Katarina and go check it out. Okay. Um, also, uh, on entering, I would have cast light on my sword. Sounds good. Uh, so just to give you a sense of things, this chamber has several doorways that lead, well, pardon me, several tunnels that lead off to it. There's one to, uh, you came in from the north, and there's one to the northeast, as well as another one, kind of a bit lower, that leads off to the northwest. There's a tunnel leading to the southwest, and a 20-foot drop to the south, leading to a larger chamber. I got dirty 20 on investigation. 
Dirty 20 on investigation. All right. Searching the wreckage, you'll find a series of skeletons dressed in ancient rags that cling to their old, cold bones. The rags appear to be, perhaps once upon a time, they were silk. Now they are nothing but scraps frozen up against the frostbitten bone. Four of them. And beneath there, you will find an iron safe with a combination lock, numbers ranging from 0 to 50 in draconic script. This chest is quite large, actually. About two feet wide and about a foot deep and a foot thick. As you try to lift it, you are going to feel an immediate twinge in your lower back as its 200 pounds of weight resist you. What do you do? Anyone here know how to crack safes? Oh, I do. You want to give it a shot? Yeah, sure. I, I hope you know that by cracking a safe, I mean I'm taking my axe to it, because that's how I open things. Does if anyone, anyone wants any, to give it a go, does anyone actually... know how to non-destructively get into a safe? I don't know knock, Valen says. Uh... No, I don't have knock prepared. Uh, and I don't have I mean, any... I'm not, like, uh, trained in it, but I'm fairly, like, dexterous. I could try. It's worth a shot. Does anyone have thieves' tools? Will you tools? let me do oh. sleight of hand? Oh, I do actually have thieves' tools. And she'll reach into her pocket, and um, she has a little chain wallet with thieves' tools in it. How'd you forget that you just wander around with thieves' yeah, tools? Yeah, that's... I've never used them. Things. How did you forget that? I, when was the last time I went to pick a lock? Where did you get those? Yeah, where did know. you get those? Are you randomly breaking into things on a regular? I mean, when was the last time we broke into somewhere? I never need to use... I, f I mean... Unless it was with Vistra's axe, never. Exactly. Yeah, it's true. That's usually how we open things. But anyways, I do have some. Instead of using the lock pick, we use the foot key. Okay. Um... If so you... if if Callie wants to give it a shot, I'll uh, I'll, I'll assist. Okay, so Callie, you may make a dexterity check using the thieves' tools. They provide no bonus because you're not proficient in them. Okay. Um, I mean, in that case, Mike, would it make more sense for Katarina to do it? If you I'm are not proficient, I'm in the not tools proficient that you in have. them either. Oh, you're not. Okay. No. But you have. Never mind then. <laughs> we found them. Okay. My my thing is a stitched leather chain wallet with thieves tools inside. Yeah. Okay, so that was disadvantage, you say? I didn't say disadvantage. I just said that there you only use decks. Okay, just straight up. Yep. And don't forget that you all have a point of inspiration to start with. I would rather save that for when we're almost certainly going to die cuz it's going to happen. <laughs> Us? That. No. Ah. You three fine. are bad for that. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, oh, we have, we have potions and healing potions now, so we should be 17. better at not dying. 17. Um, you'll start working at it, and uh, it's it's difficult. You start to slide you start to slide the thieves' tools inside of the brakes and the lock, and you'll feel them click against something in the inside, and then something gives way, like a latch, and then it resets, and you're thinking, okay, oh, uh, what do they call them? A uh, 
burrs, tumbers, tumblers. What are? The, okay, try again. Try that again. was close. That was close. We're we're getting there. Getting there. Takes All a right. few moments. So while can't that, rush greatness. While that is happening, what's everyone else doing? Mister uh, is gonna go to the edge of the like twenty foot drop and just kind of see what she can see. Okay, sounds far. excellent. That is there. And take a like perception check, I guess. Glancing down, you'll see sparkling icicles as long as long swords cling to the 40-foot-high roof of this cavern, the floor of which is strewn with frost-covered blocks of stone and toppled pillar. Oh, pardon me, and a toppled pillar. Embedded in the east wall is a glittering stone tower that appears to have crashed through the ceiling long ago. The exposed wall is cracked and has a few holes in it, but is otherwise intact. Like, it looks like an ancient stone tower collapsed into this glacier. As you are working the box, uh, working the lock, Velen will pull out Professor Scant, and he will suddenly just begin to swirl and glow in her hand. What do you make of this? Ah, a Nethery Sky Coach. I've always wanted to ride on one of those. Pity it's no longer in one piece. Hmm. Skycoach? Hmm. A ship of some repute? Interesting. Hmm. I'm going to keep you out if you don't mind. By all means, it would be my preference. Uh, Cal, you may try again. Okay. Um, so... That would be 23 with determination. 23 with determination, thank you. And I yeah. forgot to put the determination logos. I will do that during our break, so don't let me forget. Uh, I now have determination logos that will pop up, up next to your name on Twitch. But Excellent. I just forgot to put them on Rhyme because I just made them last Wednesday. Uh, so, with a... With a... You will pop the lock. As it opens... It's a smooth transition between open and shut. And inside you will see that there is a leather sack with a smiling face stitched into the side of it. Kind of a dopey one, like... Her? Can I pick it up and examine it? Mm-hmm, you can. It, it appears to... It feels empty. Huh. And yet... I'm gonna open okay, it and look in. Uh, I'm looking, gonna open it and look in. Looking in, you see uh, literally nothing. As in, you see the absence of a bag as you look into it. Do I recognize what this is? Uh, it looks like a bag of holding. Or a portable hole in a bag. Or it could be a bag of devouring. You never know. I'm going to find a random rock and drop it in and see what happens. Uh, you will drop it and... You will hear nothing. Can I You've, get it back out again? Uh, not without reaching in. Well, I said at the end, does this? What does this look like? I, I've got like three options, but I don't want to stick my hand in and find out. If it's uh, don't want to lose it. <laughs> what do you mean? What does it look like? Well, it could be a bag of holding. It could also be devouring, though. I don't feel like sticking my hand in first and finding out. Can I make an arcana check? Sure, you may. 
Nope, that's butts. That's ten. Okay. Ooh, that's a good point, chat. Uh, Lysithian, with Arcana, you probably have a, a cantrip you could cast that could do this. You could probably reach uh, into the bag with Mage Hand. I don't have Mage Hand. Oh, you don't? Do I no. have Mage Hand? Otherwise, I would. <laughs> that's actually a really clever thing. Um, also... Oh, I would have done that if I had Mage Hand. But Also, I, I learned a really interesting per rule permutation. Mm -hmm. uh, so I just want to, I'm going to say this real quick so that everybody knows. Uh, if you have an effect that drops someone's speed to zero, they can still use their action to dash. Interesting. I did huh. not... So it means that their basic movement drops to zero, but they can apparently still spend their dash movement to escape. Hmm. I, Interesting. So it means that a lot of feats that are supposed to be like super OP, like Sentinel uh, mixed with a, a, a Polearm Master, I believe, where you create yeah. a 10 foot sphere of no movement. Yeah, you just deprive them their action to get out of your zone. So it's not a hmm. permalock. So that's interesting. Hmm. Uh, I think it's probably like DM specific, but. Uh, so, uh, Velen will go, hold on, and a spectral hand will glow out of her own and reach into the pouch, and will fiddle around for a moment and pull out, uh, let's see, okay, uh, will pull out a, uh, a large thumb-sized amethyst. I don't think that was your rock. No. No, but uh, it got pulled out, so. All right. Well, I guess there. I've got healing. Callie's also gonna put her hand in and see what happens. Um, it feels like putting. She's gonna kind it... of steal herself. To... You put it in, and it doesn't really feel like anything. But at the same time, it kind of feels like reaching into a a velvet-lined bag. That's okay. fresh. Um, for us, it'd be fresh out of the dryer. From here, it would be that was left on a sun dabbled rock it's kind of warm and womish but not in a creepy way let's back off that okay. so reaching in it's like this is really soft and comforting and there's like a bunch of stuff in here wow like re reaching around you will find that there are four other rock shaped things and a ring oh so this is an actual working bag of holding not the kind of one with the hole that we have. Yes. So you have uh, have two of them now. I'm gonna pull the ring out. Okay. Uh, I don't care too much about the rock-shaped things; so those can be figured out later. As you pull it out, you will find that uh, it is a ring that's head is shaped vaguely like the horns and face of a ram. Ooh. It's made of a slick black crystal. This is kind of cool. That you'll immediately recognize as Chardalin or Chardalian. Oh, it's that evil rock again. I mean, it's only evil when you give it evil magic, right? It yeah, yeah, yeah. fairly neutral. Yeah, no, we could oh. always infuse it with good magic or just leave it neutral. Could you uh, get a vibe from it, Lysithian, maybe? At, at some point? You could see if uh, there's any bad magic. Detect magic. Uh, it is. Uh, you cast detect magic. It is magical. What type of magic? Uh, what type of magic? This is... It does ooh. tell me the school as well. Mm -hmm. I th So the the type doesn't tell me, so I'm going to say this is probably evocation. Okay. Evocation. What is it shaped mm. like? It's a ram. Ram's head. 
Lysithian, you can make me an arcana roll, get with those two details. Because most, I would say that most rings that do specific things kind of have a, a vibe. It's rolling like dick tonight. That's going to be an 11. An 11. <laughs> so you're like, it's a ring of horniness. I don't fucking know. Okay. Don't give it to the bad. Force? It's a ring of the ram. What's that? Um, it's a battering ram for your hand. Oh. Interesting. I wow. punch people a lot. Vistra, that sounds like it could be right up your alley. That sounds like it could be really up my alley. It seems it's like magical. I think Vistra already can do that. That's Perhaps it'd be better to give it to someone who isn't as innately talented. Who else wants to punch stuff really strong? Would not... Uh, so, you know what? I'm just going to describe what it does because she rolled like a 29 for this. Oh, okay, cool. Excellent. The Ring of the Ram has three charges. Requires attunement, which uh, in my games takes at least about 10 minutes of fiddling with it if it's not attuned to someone else. Uh, it has three charges. Regains 1d3 charges at dawn. While wearing this ring, you can use an action to expend one of its charges to attack a creature within 60 feet. It produces a spectral ram's head that makes its attack roll on a hit. Uh, the target takes force damage and is pushed. Alternatively, you can spend one of its charges to break an object within 60 feet that isn't worn or carried. That's cool. It makes a strength check with a plus five bonus for each charge that you spend. Hmm. Oh. Meaning that you can max it out with a plus 15 once per day. Damn. That's yeah. kind of cool. Ring of the Ram is good. Anybody who wants to, you can just Google Ring of the Ram 5e and it'll pull up the exact, exact stats. <laughs> I mean, I still will. I mean, I guess like, the thing is that spell to make my m m weapons magic, but I was going to say, I still don't have anything if we get any resistance to piercing, bludgeoning, or slashing damage. I'm. Yeah, I don't have magic weapon uh, prepared, by the way, so uh, yeah, you're on yeah. your own. Yeah. Hmm. So, I mean, if you wanted me to be able to do damage of some sort, might be, but if anyone else wants the ring, go for it. You'd only and be able I to really use like it thrice a day. Save for bashing down doors or something. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's really... doesn't seem really, like, fighty. It's more... Um... It's so limited. It's limited, but it's almost a sec uh, second resort, if something fails. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't mind taking it, but if somebody else wants it, go right ahead. So. Oh. Uh, yeah, that sounds good to me. It'd be worth it, because Lysithian is not... The most. Yeah. Don't give me that look! Oh no, I'm amused. It's true. What? Who wants to hold on to the bag of holding? I am currently holding it, so I'm going to continue holding it. Do not put the bags of holding in each other. Yeah, no, that's a bad idea. Just putting this out there immediately. What happens? Boom. Boom. You can't oh. put an extra dimensional space inside of an extra dimensional space. Bad things. Good to know. Okay. Many a wizard has met their end by greedily trying to hoard bags of holding. Quite humorous. Very bag. tempting to try, but I won't. If anything, turn a bag of holding and a bag of devouring on each other and see which one wins the fight. That's always interesting. Hmm. It's like a... a it sounds mildly terrifying, honestly. Hmm. Once I put a sphere of dehumidification in the room with a sphere of humidity and let them fight. 
I always love watching inanimate objects fight. I just like I just like do workouts and stuff and sharpen weapons to pass my time. You got paralyzed hand, and Callie will flick the ring at you. Sure. <laughs> Which way do we go? I'll Four directions. Down. One doesn't involve jumping 20 feet down. Can I make a survival check? Uh, you may make me a survival check with disadvantage. Coming right up. I was going to ask if I could make a perception check to see if I can oh. notice anything. Sure. I, I got a nat one. Okay. Um, okay, so you... Uh, you do not notice anything. I believe we have I a also not one. You have what? Fuck my dice today. I just want to double check. I'm pretty sure we have a light source on, correct? Yes, you have two yeah. lights on. Okay. Where are um, the others? Because I can't move my character anywhere on the map to see anything okay. besides in front of me. <laughs> like That's the Hat, only way I can right see. right beside you. Okay, so one sec. Uh, light is 20 feet, I believe. And then 20 feet of dim. Yes. Okay. There you go. How's that? Ah, there we go. Okay, now I can see the four options. <laughs> okay, and then... My bad, guys. Sorry. No worries. I'll also add it to cats. Um, okay, so sorry, that was a perception check? Sure, yeah. And, uh, so you and Lysithian can both make one. Lysithian, you, uh, that's not a really bad score, right? Yeah, I rolled a nat one, so I'm gonna try hey! rolling on the- Nat one, buddies! <laughs> Woo! Oh um, can place? I make a Whoa! perception check? On uh, the other ways? Because I already made the perception check down the Sure, thing. yeah, you may. Because apparently three members of my party rolled nat ones, so- I think my dice are mad Callie's just that too I'm interested in the bag. This. She's not paying attention oh, to what's going on Vistra, around. This is a that's, cool bag, it I mean, feels neat. I did way better than all you guys, but still not great. I got an 11. <laughs> Honestly, you have no idea. I I think that given the way that this glacier is set up, though, um, I mean, what do they say? You came in from the north. You came in from the north to so follow the rightmost path. Isn't that what they always say? Follow the right, or follow the left? Like pick one of the walls and just hug it until you make your way out. That's what they say about labyrinths and stories with cowboys. I mean, minotaurs. Same thing fight me uh do we want to just go one direction go either to the the, the left path or the right path and i mean just, sure. i mean i saw a i saw the like a stone tower that looks like, like it fell into the glacier down the that 20 book, feet. right uh you yeah. your fingers always well, why don't you um start kind of mapping as we go sure to keep track of what places oh, we haven't gone. Or wh which way idea. we came, at least. Yeah. I will want... flip to the back of, like, my sketchbook and start mapping. Mapping I... out where we are. Where do we want to go, guys? Where do you want to go? Uh... Do we want to go to the left? That's right. Sure. Callie, do you want to go to the left or the right? On with the blue that you just did, right? That was north. Oh, that's north? Okay, so that's where we came from. Sorry, I'm trying to orient myself. So right would be... Okay. I, I mean, did that well... with my head, too. Maybe we should try the right most, because that's this one over here, right? 
Yeah, the one immediately okay. to your right. Yeah. Good. We're talking about the same space. <laughs> Absolutely. Sure. I mean, we could do the one to the right first. Sure. No harm in trying. That is kind of what they say, right? Maybe. Perfect. Um, here, Callie's gonna use survival or whatnot to like carve in the ice wall which way we went. Sounds good. I've got an eight to survival, so I figured I could probably do that just fine. Um, if if you want, I mean, I'm not the stealthiest, but I ha- I think, um, Alyssa and I, we can see the farthest without light source, right? No. Yeah. 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 No, I can see in the dark. I mean, just I can fine. change that, but. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'm just, I'm yeah, just saying. You don't if, want it, to waste your spells. Though. Yeah, don't waste your spells. We can try and sneak ahead and try and if there's like long tunnels. Which I don't know if that is, but we can try and sneak ahead and see what we can mm. see without bringing light with us. I'll step in front of Callie and mm-hmm. uh, cast light on like her little, um, like her mistletoe that's on her, that's on her. So it's I will cast glow. light. Yeah, cast it Aww. on your on your spell focus. Oh, am I the bait? Uh, no, you're your own flashlight now. I can turn it off at any time. Okay. There you go. I have added light to you now. I am so bright. That way you don't have to waste any magic. Oh, why thank you. You're positively glowing, Kelly. (laughs) Now you can really see your freckles. It's just something innate. (laughs) So, Vistra, what are you doing? You said you were going to go go snooping? I said I could go snooping if we wanted to. You want me to start hitting down the corner? If you'd like, it's up to you. It's your game. I, I'm, I can do it if you guys, if you, if you, if for all agreement. Go ahead. All right. I'll down the right we go. As you head around the right, you see that this tunnel, about ten feet tall here, maybe a little bit taller than that, comes to a fork. One path c- continues on to the west. Another heads to the north and seems to both go to smaller caverns, chambers. She'll kind of go back and do, can she hear anything coming from either the cabin, uh, caverns? You can make me a perception roll. Okay. Also, were you trying to be stealthy? Yes. Then I would really like a stealth roll. Cool. Did we say we're doing a disadvantage or not? Uh, Just That's roll. Nice. Just roll, cat. Yep, I will tell you when you have to roll disadvantage. Don't worry. Okay. Ooh, Vistra, good girl. Seventeen. And that was on your perception. That was on. That was stealth. I was rolling that one for stealth. Okay. And then perception is. Oh, a dirty twenty for perception. Okay. Good girl. Uh, so looking around, there you'll see that there. Looks like in the passage to the north, lying on the floor, is. A handful of coins, partially melted, uh, pardon me, partially frozen into the ice of the northern cavern. Hmm. She'll kind of sneak back to the group and kind of report what she saw. So, guys, it looks like there's two chambers, so I don't know if there's, like, a way to go there um but i saw some coins frozen in partially frozen in the ice 
we could go get them, or we can just keep going through and looking for the city. But how Either would why? the water have melted? Like the ice. For the coins to be in it. Shouldn't they just be on top? Oh, yeah. Wouldn't the ice have had to have melt for the coins to be half frozen? Huh. Maybe yeah. uh, somebody cast an ice spell on top of them. That's possible. Someone, also, it could be a trick. Just almost sealing them in there, but it I mean, could also be a trap. But also, these tunnels formed at some point anyway, Velen says. Mm-hmm. So, it so looks it, like those a dead end that way. You didn't see wait, the wait. dead end of any corridors. You didn't see that there were You said chambers. Oh, I guess they said just said chambers. I was yeah, you literally just saw that they chambers. went into larger rooms. Larger rooms. Oh, okay, if I said, like, bed chambers, like... Nope. Like a room. No? Nope. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I third... I don't know why. Fine, there's two smaller chambers. <laughs> right, calm that. Alright. Well, I'd like to take a look. Do we want to just go clear them and then move on? Yeah. Sure. Might as well take there a look. There might be a tunnel off one of them or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, just kind of We have no forks. clue how this place is laid out, so... Yeah, do we want to keep going right then, so we'll go to the, the more northern... Sure. One? Is that where I saw the gold? Yep. Yep. It was. They were kind of like melted into the floor, kind of frozen at weird angles. Like they had started melting and then refrozen at some point. Hmm. Well, let's go investigate, I guess. Okay. Okay. If you're trying to be stealthy, I'd like a stealth roll off of everyone again. Uh, how is that affected by the fact that I glow? I would like a stealth roll. Okay. Uh, that'll be 22. Damn. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, 19. 19. 17. All right. She was so stealthy before, and now she just, like, trips over something or something. Okay. Your shoelace. So, uh, <gasps> who is going first? I'll go in the front, because I can see. Okay. I'm usually pretty quick-footed. Lysithian, you make your way through this tight network of tunnels. They're about five feet wide, about ten feet tall. And as you meander your way through, there is in fact a small, about twenty-foot cavern off to the left, heading to the west. And then to the north there, you will see that there is a larger chamber that appears to have a number of coins just melted into the ground, kind of frozen in place like tiny tombstones. And uh, as you take a look in, you will also see that uh, to the north. Come <laughs> You're going the opposite chamber? Sorry, I like got myself like turned around on the map. I was listening to you. That's okay. Come be. There we go. <laughs> okay. I don't. Come Oh, so he's just like walking around in weird circles. What are you doing? God, somebody forgot to feed the Sam. I'm exploring my own way. <laughs> yeah, that's Lysithian's life. Um, you are going to see that there are a number of coins, about about ten gold coins, littered on the ground up here, as well as lying next to them an old skull, just oh. lying on top of the ice. Yes, Callie. By the way. Detect magic lasts for 10 minutes and is a 30-foot radius. Nice. And that's, uh, it's blocked by more than a foot of matter, if I'm not mistaken? Uh, one foot of stone, one inch of common metal, a thin sheet of lead, or three feet of wood or dirt. I will consider ice to be wood or dirt solid. Oh, uh, you know what? 
feel like ice would be yeah ice would be about as as dense as wood i'll say for this um so detect magic as you are looking around um lysithian the skull is like just leering at you just staring at you with like empty sockets and wide toothy grin Does it look? It looks freshly polished, actually, and it has all of its teeth. And it's just on top of the ice, or on top of the? It's uh, just the on bowl. top of the ice in the corner of the room, laying there like someone set it down there to watch the coins. Well, I don't like that. That's is very fucking ominous. Hey guys, there's some weird skull in here. Do I touch oh, it really? or no? You want me to throw an X at it? Callie's gonna come join Actually, you. Actually, hold on. I have a small knife. Actually, no, I have a javelin. I'm going to, and I'm going to just take it out and just poke it. Okay. <laughs> or like disturb the area, kind of, not poke it, but you like can, disturb the it. area in front of it. Okay, uh, can you make me a, uh, both of you make me an insight roll, since you're right inside of this room, uh, you and Callie. So no, that is a natural 19 plus my insight. That is Wrong going channel. to be 25. Now I'm just saying what I roll initially to get my shit. Fuck you. 17. Uh, Vistra, you have a point I of rolled a 12. Okay. Oh, it can be 25. Sweet. 25? Okay. 17. 17. Um, Lysithian slashes the ice right in front of it. And you don't actually know how a skull can do this, but it looks nervous. Uh oh. What do you think? The skull just said, uh oh. Okay, you leave us alone, we'll leave you alone. Cool? <laughs> and suddenly, uh, red flames are going to erupt out of its eye sockets, and I need an initiative roll. Woo! Uh, light is going to pour out of the 17. western corridor as well, and maniacal laughter <laughs> will echo through the hallways. Uh, oh, yay. Yay! Dun, 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 dun. So that's kind of sus. It's just a little sus. Just uh, a little sus. Green little flame is going to erupt sus. around just the skull bit. in front of you, <laughs> casting a 15-foot uh, dim light. Use it as a light source. It's a light source. Um, and let's see real quick. Will it my... still glow once we kill them? Though. Uh, maybe, maybe. Uh, all right, so checking the initiative right now. Boop, boop, boop. Good job. Uh, so that is uh, anybody beat twenty? I got seventeen, fifteen. Oh, sorry. What'd you get, Christine? Eighteen. Go. Okay. So, okay, skull. Callie. Hayden. Uh, Robin, what's your dex? Two. Nine, so that is okay. Uh, okay, that sounds fantastic. Let's get some traveling music on. Uh, the skull is going to flare to life right in front of you and levitate off of the ground, glowing with arcane light. Uh, uh, and in 
speaks common. I'm actually going to say that it actually speaks Loden, actually, and is going to cackle and in a strange dialect of Elven say, um, Oh, you shouldn't have come here, fuck boys! And uh, is going to shoot at uh, Hayden's right in front of me. So that sounds like a. Or pardon me, Lysithian's right in front of me. Uh, Lysithian, I am. Uh, you are within five feet of me, which means I take disadvantage on these. Uh, ooh, that's gonna be a hit. Uh, alright, I have one hit. Are you gonna use shield? I'm gonna say no. Okay, that's gonna be a hit and a miss then. Okay, uh, it is going to glare at you and red flame is going to fire out of its eyes, dealing 12 points of fire damage to you. As a bolt of fire... <laughs> slams into the side of you. Um, and it is going to open its mouth going, yeah, 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 yeah. Light him up, boys! Well, actually, it's going to speak in a... It's, I've decided... Okay, real quick. This Lodros... Uh, this Netherese... Oh, sorry, Loros. The Netherese tongue. If it is old-school elven, what should it sound like? Should it sound like Bostonian? Should it sound like super Irish? What do you I think? I vote Irish. Okay. I vote Bostonian. Hey, light her wow. up. Light them up, boys. Should it be like that, or should it be like, oh, light them up, boys? I'm gonna flick a coin. I'm gonna flip I, a coin. I think. Yeah, heads, see, now we're from we're from Netheril, yeah. <laughs> I, I I think the Bostonian is. Get just out of here, you arcane floozy. Dude. Okay, I, okay, I have to Arcane take a picture Fluzies of this because I was... Yeah, Arcane Floozy's got to do that. Arcane Floozy is really funny, but I, I was trying oh, to flip oh, a oh, coin. Shirt idea, shirt idea. Arcane Arcane I, I know, I know. I'm pulling out my list of shirt ideas. Arcane Floozy is going on there. Patent pending, patent pending. I'll post it in the Facebook chat, but my coin landed like this, like just like up and down, like on the side. Like Are you this. shitting me? I'm not. I took a picture. I'll post it in our Facebook chat. Okay, so Bo like, Irish Bostonian. Gotcha. All right. Buenos dias, boys. All right, boys. Light him up if you will, please. There we go. There no, we Sean go. Connery. Light him up if you will, please. It's just, you know what it is? It is the the caravanners from from Snatch. Oh, how's it going, Hedy? What does it mean to win a boxing match? With your digs? Don't you like digs? Don't I like more? Do you like dogs? You like dags? Oh, dogs. Oh. I like dogs. <laughs> if you haven't seen Snatch, go watch Snatch. I've never seen it. Oh, I've God, Brad, Brad Pitt is supposed to be doing like a caravanner Irish accent. Like uh, like the the um, the Irish Rom. Mm -hmm. Like the Irish Roma. And, uh, but he is so bad at it. He's incomprehensible. And Guy Ritchie was like, no, no, just leave it in. Just leave it in. It'll just be, he's in, he's indecipherable. And it's so funny just to have Brad be like, oh, what about, you like doors? Okay, I'm going to have like, to look this up. What really did he, funny. it's so good. It's such a fun movie. Uh, anyway, it is a great movie. Uh, an American Zoom leprechaun. is being really jumpy on me right now. I've caught like half the conversation. Yeah, Zoom has been jumping around a little bit for me too. Okay, well we'll just do our best and we'll hope that yep. Zoom catches up. Callie, you are up first. Fire erupts out of the skull's eyes and strikes Lysithian. The other fire bolt zooms right over their head and hits the wall, melting a bit. 
Okay. Um. Um. Does it look like regular damage would hurt it? Uh, it's a flaming skull. I'm gonna try and hit it with my scimitar. Okay, that sounds good. All right, rushing forward. Uh, you. I mean, it's kind of like right there, I guess. So, yeah. Uh, 27 to hit. Okay, that is a hit. You can roll me damage, please. Okay. That is D6. Absolutely. Oh, max damage. Ten. Ten points of damage. All right. Uh, you are going to bring your scimitar down, slashing a chunk of bone off of the skull and kind of like knocking it against the wall. Duke, duke. And it makes this awful like... Nope. The wrong noise. Hold on. Noise as it bounces off the wall. And here... Oh, you darn floozy! All right, <laughs> so you will be able to strike it. Are you doing anything with your bonus action? Uh, I don't think I have anything to do with a bonus action right now. No? Okay. I could wild shape, but I don't want to. All right, sounds good. I'm trying so, to save that. Sounds good to me. Okay. I don't think I have any bonus action spells. All right, so uh, that is going to work. Well, oh, I forgot to roll for freaking. Ah, oh, damn it, she rolled really well. You know what? She's at the end because she's slow and old. Um, Poor Valen. Mm, yeah, no, no bonus action spells that are useful right now. Okay, sounds good. Then it is going to be Lysithian's turn. Lysithian, this flaming skull is calling your friend a floozy and shooting you with fire. Both of these things that irritate you. I'm going to just snap my fingers and three motes of energy are just going to appear atop my head. And I'm going to just cast the magic missile at first level just to try to slam it into the wall while popping off my ear. Give me a moment. <laughs> Sounds good. That was very funny. Give, give Lysithian a moment. They're uh, old dog. Friends, Roman, elves, lend me your ear. <laughs> All right, there we go. <laughs> Fucking heads up, bitches. It, it gives a new meaning to knife ear. Yeah, man. Ooh, that's our word. All right, so shake them up. It's going to be. Uh, it's going to be ten points of damage. Okay, ten points of damage. Ow! Oh! Um, you are actually going to knock its jaw off, and it's going like the jawbone is just going to go boop and fall to the ground. Callie kind of damaged the side of it, the skull, and your magic missiles are going to pop, 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 and just knock the damn thing off. And it's going to look down at its jaw and go, "Hey, where's my jaw?" You took my jaw! You took my jaw! Sorry, it's such a good joke. Took my jaw! Okay. Uh, it is It is pretty badly damaged. Good hit. Good hit, my friend. Uh, and at that point, uh, Vistra and Callie, or me, Vistra and Katarina are going to see the western corridor erupt with fire. And another one of these skulls is going to lurch into view, turn and look at you and go, What are you doing with Shamish? And uh, is going to uh, is gonna cast. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it's actually gonna. Yeah, from where is? Okay, I need a deck save off of both of you and Lysithian. Yeah, let me just check my. 
Let me check my range on this. Ooh. Uh, that is going to be... Oh, yeah, get advantage. Ooh, uh, that Ooh. is going to be... It's going to be a big old six. So gonna 24. Uh, and nice. Callie. Oh, and the Flame Skull, because this guy's an idiot. <laughs> oh, God, you killed Seamus. Um, okay, so uh, what is... I need everybody to make me a deck save, and that is going to be DC... Got a six. Uh, okay, you need DC 13. Nope. Yes. Need it by 10. Well, that's going to help you a bit. Poor Seamus. Did they just cast Fireball? Uh, what? <laughs> uh, okay, and let's hit the roll button for that. Uh, cool. Uh, if you failed, you take 31 points of fire damage as the skull Woo! opens his mouth and a fireball goes boom and spreads through the hole. Uh, oh wait, Seamus is immune to fire. I forgot about that. He's fine. <laughs> Die in the flame skulls, boys. Okay, if Let's you succeeded go. DC 13, that is going to be a 15 points of fire okay. damage that you take. Cool. As the corridor erupts in flame, Vistra, it is your turn. What do you do? Sweet, I'm, I'm, that, that really got me quite stained. Um, so I would like to rage. Okay, that's fair. And uh, I would like to run up and attack him with my great axe twice. Um, cool. Recklessly, great weapon, master. Sure, that sounds fine. So are you attacking Seamus or are you attacking... Uh, uh, no, uh, the one that I saw by the corridor. Is oh, that Patty, Patty McFlame. Sure, Patty Ironically, McFlame. his name was Patty McFlame in life. Um, so this is going to be a 22 for the first one. Okay, 22 for the first one. And a natural 20 for the second one. Okay, go ahead oh. and roll me damage, please. Uh, yes. So I just got to do some, first off, we're going to start with my base 17, 17. Um, and then mm -hmm. a d12 there. A d12 there and a d12 there. All right. It's gonna be that for that one, and then uh, that for that one. Let me just pull out my calculator, because it's a lot of math for me. And Vestra is not that smart. Plus six. Alright, that's gonna be 58 points of a slashing damage. Okay, so uh, rushing forward, I don't have anything that can block that immediately. So you're going to rush forward, and uh, with one, uh, two strikes are going to. You might as well move your mini. Uh, are yep. going to bring your axe your, your axe down. Uh, still, uh, the fur around your cold weather clothing is still ignited in flame, and you are going to hack this thing to scully pieces. Uh, good job. That one is down. Uh, you get quite the headache in the morning, eh? It's true. Uh, meanwhile, uh, let's see. Velen, and I'll send that in there. All right, so uh, behind you, you are going to hear the sound of... As a five-foot diameter sphere of fire appears directly behind Cat. Uh, and as my bonus action, I can move this sphere up to 30 feet or into a creature. Uh, make me a saving throw, please, Katarina. Mm, uh, 
what kind of save? Uh, dex, please. Dex? Uh, that is going to be a... 23. 23, okay. Uh, so you are going to dodge out of the way as this flaming sphere of fire tries to punk you in the face. And uh, that is that is its action. Uh, Katarina, it is your turn. There's a flaming sphere right next to you. However, uh, as a bonus action, ooh, uh, if you ram the sphere into the creature, when you move, you can direct it to... I thought, I, I thought you had to do a save when it starts next to your turn. Any creature that ends its turn within five feet of the sphere. That's right. That's how it works. Okay. Uh, there is a flaming sphere next to you. And it is blocking the path to uh, get back into the main chamber? It is. It is. Then I'm going to go further into this chamber. Sounds... Do -do -do. Okay. Sounds good. Um, can I shoot past Lysithian at, uh, at Seamus? Uh, you may. You do not have an enemy within five feet of you, so you do not have disadvantage on this. Cool. All right. I'm going to shoot you shoot with my crossbow. <laughs> Bruh. That's going to be a six to hit. <laughs> All right. Uh, you're going to fire a crossbow bolt. It's going to slam into the ice right above the skull. The skull is going to turn around and go, Was that for me? Oh, sorry. It's going to try to sass you, but it doesn't have a jaw. It'll have to regenerate that later. It's, it's, it's hard to sass when you don't have a jaw. It's true. It's true. Uh, All right. What are you doing? Um, you have a bonus action. Would you like to use it to give a coin to a witcher or something like that? Uh, I will give a coin to a witcher. Um, Vistra just knocked the socks off that other one. Um, the flames off of it, actually, I guess is a better way to put it. So, yeah, I'm going to uh, toss a coin um, to my Vistra. Toss a coin to uh, your Vistra because she might need it. It is angry. What? I don't have anything Sorry, witty to say. I mean, there are so yeah. many hot songs that you could sing right now. Hot-blooded. You know that one in Oscar? Hot in or that won a, I believe, Hot-blooded won a, uh, it won a Grammy. Sorry, not an Oscar. Really? Uh, really? Donna Summer did. I remember there was a writing assignment when I was in writing school, and it was you had to write a story based, uh, a, you had to write a short story set to the tune of a Grammy-winning song. And my teacher was very frustrated when I used Hot-blooded. She's like, what? That's not a... I'm like, 73 or something like that. I'm like, it won. Ha ha ha. That was a little shit. I was like 22. I don't know. I was a dick. Oh, um, Kat's going to turn to Vistra and just be like, all right, Vistra, let's turn up the heat. Yeah. Uh, there you go. She's, there you she's, go. Because she is not on our game tonight, apparently. All right. Uh, and that's going to be it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's going to be it for me. All right, that sounds good. Why is she so dark? I don't know. Um, all right, so that is going to be that. Uh, that flame skull is going to try to hit Velen with... Yep, that's going to hit Velen. So Velen is going to take uh, 2d6 fire damage, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, 2d6 fire damage. Ah, uh, oh, damn it, Velen. Okay, Velen is going to be slammed for six points of fire damage, which is not good for her hit points. I will put that out there. Uh, and you will hear a shriek from inside of the other corridor, uh, at which point she is going to... 
she's gonna use her wand. Oh god, no, she. Oh, it's been a couple of days. It's recharged. Yeah. Yeah. It is recharged, so it's been at least three days. So she's got at least seven, ten. She's got fourteen charges on that thing. Hell yeah. Uh, she can use wand of magic missile and fire. Uh, I'm gonna say four bolts at this thing. Okay, that is a whopping 13 points of damage. Good job, Velen. That's not as good as it could have been. Uh, and then she is going to take her full action to move as far away as possible down the southern corridor because the nor the corridor you're in is has a fireball in it. Okay, uh, so she's going to do that. Um, and it is top of the initiative. There is a skull right in front of you that's being attacked. I need everyone to make me a deck save, please. How you should have done that? And he's going to seize uh, a... Myself, too? Or? Uh, so that is going to be here. So that is 5, 10, 15. Nope, you're just outside of its range. Cool. cool. 23. 23? 25. 12. I'm very sorry, my friend. I think the dice wizard. want me to die tonight. Uh, no, so, especially yeah. wizard. No. Uh, so that's going to be 27 points of fire damage. On a fail, 13 on a success. All right, boys. Uh, thir DC 13 is is what you, you had. still up? You still up? I have 11 hit points, but I'm still oh up. Oh, boy. All right, another fireball is going to issue yeah. into the room here. Callie, it is your turn. What do you do? I'm going to smack a bitch with my scimitar. Aye. All right, that, I rolled a 17. So that's going to be a lot. Um, 25. 25 is going to be a hit. Alrighty, max damage, 10. Smack. 10 off. Uh, all right, uh, you are going to crunch another side off the skull, and it is going to make these annoyed noises. Uh, it seems annoyed with you. Very annoyed, and very damaged. Like, this skull has, like, a cut over its eye now, or well, it's, pardon me, it's, it's, uh, ocular cavity, I should say. Uh, and, Hayden, it is Lysithian's turn. What do you do? I am going to, um, ruling for you, because... So many different fucking. Uh, do you count uh, popping a potion as an action or a bonus? I action? count as a bonus action. Okay, cool. Just wanted to make sure we we're on the same page. I'm going to use my bonus action to pop my potion of greater healing. I'm gonna get. What's gonna be? How many d4s? 44 plus four. Okay. Let's do this, boys. I believe in you. All right. Beep, 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 beep. All right, that one's super cocked. Eh, fell off my thing. Okay, 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 okay. Five, ten, thirteen. Seventeen. Seventeen. Four. four wait, no, forty-four plus four, so seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one. 21 <laughs> points of health. That's a really good heal. That was a really good heal. All right, you're gonna really regenerate some heal. health. And the skull is going to look at you with its bonus action. It doesn't have a bonus action, but it's going to use and go, There's no prayer. 
Suck a dick. Oh. But I guess you can't do that anymore, huh? And then I'm going to use... Uh... <laughs> Let's see. This bitch is still alive, so I'm going to... It's immune to fire. I'm going to... Do I want the magic missile again? Or do I want to... You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to cast a chromatic orb and have it do acid damage. Okay. So I'm going to uh, have a swirling ball of acid appear beside me and I'm going to launch it at it. And this is my attack roll. All right, do it, do it, do it. I doubt, I doubt this is going to hit, but... 13 to hit. 13 to hit is a hit. Woo, thank fuck. <laughs> Okay, uh, now, hold on, though. This is a ranged attack you're doing within five feet of a target. Oh, shit, you're right. That is So you need disadvantage on this, so good luck. You know you can hit with a 13, okay. though. Okay, it, it still would have hit, because I All right, there you go. Second, my second die. Thank fuck. That's 3d8. Yeah, I'll take that five. Okay, okay. Oh, why am I rolling d10? That's not a d8. Where's my d8? There it is. Okay! So it's gonna be uh, ten. Oh, uh, uh, seventeen points of acid damage. Seventeen points of acid damage. Hey, real quick on the healing potion. It was a forty-four plus four, right? Yeah, it was a greater. So you can't get twenty-one out of that. Mm, hold on, four. I might have missed. So, so forty-four is sixteen at max. So I think you. Yeah, it was sixteen. Yeah, I think I just. Uh, I think you have like three less than that. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. I've. I miscounted That's my okay. dice. We're theater people. Yay! And okay, a I'll scientist. Just... Yep. And a pilot. And a. Okay, so you and I are theater people. So hey, yeah, there we go. I'm, like, I'm a okay. theater kid. Yep. Yeah, and I'm I'm a bullshit historian. Cool. I knocked off. Cool. Uh, four damage. There. All right. So, however, you're also going to knock off this skull as the bolt of acid or the glob of acid fires out of your hand, strikes it, and it's going to and is going to dissolve into a pile of bone meal. You have defeated that flame skull. Uh, cool. Robin, it is Vistra's turn. What are you doing? Sweet. This was gonna like look down the cavern and be like, it took three of you guys to get one of my did with one hit. Uh, two you're hits, too angry to say that. I know. Unless you will drop out of rage. No, no. Um. So, this flaming sphere, can I run past it? Uh, you can. You know what? It's kind of like a big flaming sphere that's taking up this entire thing. What you can do is, um, I'll count this as you ramming it. So you can make me a deck save to try to push past it. Cool, okay, cool, I will do that. Nice, 17. 17, all right, you will be able to push past it um, cool. and right, uh, we'll head into a main chamber. What do you do? Um, Cause I can move 35 feet, I'm um, five, 10, 15, 20. Five, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. 30. So you can probably move right here. Cool. Um, so you can move to the center of the chamber where you will see that there are two other flame skulls awaiting you in this room. Sweet. Um, so uh, bonus action, I will use that to dash to get up right beside one of these mother truckers. Okay. And uh, I will take another two hits with Sounds my good. You have disadvantage on, on your attacks. As you approach, you will see this flame skull is blurring. 
there are several of them overlapping. Cool. So disadvantage, I will use reckless to just do that with straight, straight rolls. Do it, do it, do it. Do it, and I'm bardic funny. Uh, great weapon master. Sounds good. Ayo, Vistra. Um, that's going to be a math in the head. Um, twenty-one and a seventeen. On a- after everything. Yeah, with, with the yeah with and the, the and the, the minus the fives. Nine. Yeah, because I just had plus. Oh wait, I'm plus. I have proficiency, so that's gonna be one more. So a. 18 and a 22 because it's okay I, those are those are two hits go ahead sweet because i how i do it in my head with great weapon mass instead of doing the minus five it's like oh just i have mm-hmm. plus nine so i'll just do plus four but i forgot that we have i was doing plus eight or plus three so yes those are both hits cool 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 all righty you gotta be joking i rolled two ones damn straight you did that's gonna be um that's still 18 plus 18 that's gonna be 30 no yep yeah 36 points of damage to that skull yep okay damn it Vistra you rolled two ones (laughs) alright so uh, I'm gonna spend a hurt them more because I can so you are going to bring your axe down, colliding into this into this strobing one. It's going to turn and look at you and say, Well, now you shouldn't have done that. Oh, damn. Okay. Oh, damn. Uh, cool, cool, cool. I'm spending my other hurt the more for that. Uh, boop, 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 boop. That is going to be... Uh, it is going to look at you and with absolute rage in its fiery eyes is going to deal you four bolts of fire are going to strike you uh, oh wait actually I have, to roll, I have to roll two more times to see if I crit is our range spells disadvantage? that's why I'm spending my hurt the more so. ah, you're going to take 39 a- points of fire damage from this one Okay. Ouch. All right. They are going to strike you that many times. And, uh, yeah, that guy has that many hit points. That's not ideal. Um, okay. And, Cat, it is your turn. What do you do? Hey, um, I want to get out of this corridor. Can I, could I also try to get past that flaming sphere? Sure. Dex, Dex check? Sure. Go ahead. You smell a burning dwarf in the main chamber. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay, and it failed its concentration, so that one's gonna vanish. Um, six, 16 on the decks. Okay. All right. Actually, that would have canceled anyway. Uh, sixteen on the decks. You will be able to pass it. Yay. Okay, so I went from there. Five, ten, twenty. So I can get to about here. Um. And so I'm going to take my crossbow, aim it at the one that looks the most hurt out of these flame skulls that I see, and I'm going to give it a shoot. Uh, do to do, do as I... Hey, I, that's going to hit. Um, as I roll a 19 to hit. Okay. And I 
Uh, did you a... roll with disadvantage? Oh, no, I didn't. Uh, so that's going to be a 14 to hit. That is a hit. Yeah, these things aren't Thank very, God. They're not very um, And that is going to end up being a 12 damage. Uh, piercing? Uh, piercing. All right. You are going to fire a bolt, and it is going to strike the northernmost flame skull. Or the southernmost? Which one are you aiming for? North or south? Uh, it was the one that looked the more hurt of okay, the Okay, the one that's quite damaged. Your bolt is going to fly forward and off the side of its skull. Bruh. Sorry, they're immune to piercing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, uh, that skull is going to turn and look at you and then look at its northern friend and say, Light him up. Ah! Light, light her up. And then uh, the... Um, the one to the north is going to say, Don't tell me what to do! I'll do it myself! And uh, I need you to make me a deck save. Coming right up. Hey, that's pretty good. Uh, that's going to be... 20... 26? Nice. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, you are going to take 15 points of fire damage as Ooh. a fireball shoots from this top corner and hits here, so that's going to be 5, 10, 15. Uh, fireball is going to reach right in front of Lysithian's face, uh, only surging yeah. you. However, I'm spending my drama bomb, because as it hits that part of the glacier, you're going to hear the worst sound you can in a fight. As the ceiling of the glacier, the glacial cave you are in, begins to collapse. Uh... Ooh. Okay, Velen is going to round the corner again. And <laughs> Do you need bad. a deck save, Kelly? I actually will at the beginning of your turn. Yeah, you can be good. Okay. Uh, Not for so, the fireball, just for the cavern? No, the fireball didn't make it to you, but it did melt the structural cool. support that was holding up the ice above your heads. Double checking. Yay, I know, Double right? Double checking. I love the I love flame spells. Uh, all right, so... Uh, that is going to be uh, Valen is uh, there's one that's almost damaged uh, she's going to round the corner uh, take a, a step into the room raise her wand of magic missiles and boink, that one out of existence as a magic missile slams into its skull uh, two magic missiles are going to fire into the, you know what she probably would have wasted two on him, I'll say that yeah. and then one to the one at the north which is going to be a d4 give me my d, don't, damn it D4s are the hardest dice to grab. Oh, great. Two yeah. points of damage off. Good for me. Goody, goody. Well, at least that was the one that she was already working on. Okay, beginning of the round. Uh, skull number one is dead, which means that it is Callie and Lysithian. I need you both to make me deck saves uh, to make it out of here before the ceiling collapses on you. Okay. Seven! Oh, God. Oh, God. Do you want to use your inspiration, Lysithian? <laughs> You're right, I forgot I had that. Woo! You might want to do it for so this ready one. For death. You want to know that that's going to be a 10 total. Oh, my oh God. God. Your dice I think really... I'm ready to die tonight, guys. No, no, dying. Okay. Change your dice. I've been changing them out each round, bitch. And they're mad about it. Don't change them ever again. Woo! They know Plus I'm making dice, so my dice are mad. Woo! All right, Callie, what'd you get? 17. 17. All right, Callie, you're going to make it out of here with half damage. Uh, Lysithian, you 
did not fail. Ooh, what'd you get? You said you got an 11? 10 total. Okay. Uh, Lysithian. Hurt me, Hurt me uh, bitch. <laughs> you are going to take... So first off, Callie, do me a favor, and you're going to take... Uh, 16 points of bludgeoning damage as the roof begins to fall down around you. Uh, you can make it as far as you would like out of here. Lysithian, you are going to make it about 10 feet and are going to have a block of ice fall and pin your leg. Uh, you are prone. And, uh, how much we'll, damage we talking? You are going to take... Uh, how much did I give, Callie? Uh, 16. 16. 16. Okay, that... Oh. You know what, Callie? That is my bad. Actually, Callie, you're only going to take eight. Lysithian, you're going to take 16 this round. Woohoo! Uh, sorry, I didn't have it for you, Callie. I should have. That was my bad. I was going to say, I'm like, if that's halved, no. bye, guys. No, yeah, it's that's, why, that's why I was going like, I love you, because it's like, 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 bye. So, Cal- Lysithian, you'll be right there. Callie, you can make it all the way out of the collapse. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, uh, so Lysithian, that is your save. Callie, it is your turn still uh, as okay. you basically sprint out. Uh, I'll say that your movement has been halved to get this far because of the deck save. Uh, okay. What do you want to do? You could try wow. to rescue Lysithian with a strength check. As they are pinned what under... What strength? A- <laughs> uh, or Lysithian on their turn could use the Ring of Ramming. Because of my fast attunement rules. Does Lysithian have determination? I don't know. Maybe. No, well, I don't. I guess I'll no. try and pull Lysithian free. Okay. So you can make me a strength check, please. There goes my cool, like, thing I was going to do. I mean, you can do that. You, you can do that instead. Dude, you could leave me because I have fire <laughs> shit that I can use to melt myself out of this. And I also have I don't know that. I don't know if the rest of the roof is coming down on you. It is. So, but that's an at one. <laughs> oh, no. Oh no! Uh, oh, we're all make gonna die. Are you gonna make get it stuck? Worse. Are you make gonna make it worse? So Callie uh, stops, turns, and I don't know, falls on her ass. Uh, Callie, what's gonna happen is you're gonna slip backwards, and you're going to bump into the sphere of fire behind you, taking four points of fire damage. Fuck. As it singes your back, um, as you stopped here to help Lysithian, you still have a bonus action you can spend. So the way behind you is barred by the flaming sphere. The ceiling is coming down in front of you on top of Lysithian. What do you do with your bonus action or your movement? Uh, healing word, Lysithian. Okay, sounds good. I mean, I can't do anything else on a bonus action, so. Okay, sounds good. Uh, and so go ahead and roll that. It's a, you know how to roll it. Also, Hayden. Your boy has a lot of views tonight. Good for him. Yeah, this is second stream of the night. Ooh, nice. Sorry, I'm just watching my Twitch window, and he's up there with like 500 viewers right Yay. now. It's like, damn. Good seven. What was that? Seven. Seven. Damn. Okay, Hayden. Lysithian takes seven hit points, Ooh. and it is your turn. What do you do? Okay, so what's on? Is it like a block of ice? A is block it? of ice has kind of wedged your ankle painfully okay. against the wall, and more is going. You see a stalactite, well, an icicle, basically. Stala- a stalactickle. That sounds gross. Uh, poised directly over your midsection, ready to skewer you like a blue kebab. Cool. So I'm going to. Ooh, do I want to. Because I'm, I'm between doing two things. I'm either going to use the Ring of Ramming or I'm going to try to 
Mm, I don't know if I'm gonna try to firebolt like enough of like the uh, the ice by my leg to try to like melt it so I can pull myself free. Mm, that could work, but if you miss, you'll burn your leg pretty badly. If I miss, yeah. So I'm gonna ring a ramming this. Okay. Uh, so it's an attack roll plus seven. Okay. Let's fucking go, boys. Do it. Do it. You know what? If I die tonight, I said at the top of game. If I'm gonna die anywhere, I wanna die in cool caves. So you know what? Cool caves. Woo! Okay, 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 okay. All right, someone bought something good happens. It's gonna be 21 to hit. All right. There is an explosion of force as the ring of ram goes <sighs> and fires a spectral ram's head out at you, crushing the ice in front of you. Uh, I gotta at... make my uh, the damage roll though. Oh, damn. 2d10 force damage, so let's go. That's going to be enough to break ice. Okay, seven. Uh, it's going to be 13. 13? All right, that shatters the ice in front of you. Uh, something good happens. Uh, this is going to knock the flaming sphere through the wall enough that you could grab Callie and run through there if you wanted. Um. Yeah, so I'm prone. I'm going to use half my movement to stand. Yep. Grab Callie and try to get go the other fit the my last fifteen feet and get out of there. Okay, you'll be able to push past there, so you can drag Callie, boop, and pushing Callie can go right there, because she's mm -hmm. small, she can occupy someone else's space technically. Um, but Lysithian doesn't have fifty steps, so grabbing you'll hobble out. Lysithian's ankle is really killing them as they hobble out into this corridor where you see Vistra facing off against. Uh, one more flame skull to the north. Uh, I have nothing for my bonus action, so that's going to be me. Okay, that's going to be good. All right, so Robin, it is Vistra's turn. Sweet. Um, no, is sweet. this one also um, blinking or no? It is also... Actually, this one is not blurring. Blurring. Sorry, not blinking. Blurring. Um, okay, but still, anyways, I'm going to... Ricklessly attack it twice with my great axe, because you know mm. why fix something if it's not broken. Well, actually, I think I said it was earlier, but that was a mistake, so that's good. Because was it? Hey, was it? Okay. It, it is How not. It is not because it still has its flaming sphere up, Ooh. and they're both concentration spells. Ooh. Okay, so cool. it cannot be blurring, because I had that flaming sphere. Dx. That's not a twelve. No. Misses. Thir Thirteen. Thirteen. Hits. Sweet, awesome, that nine worked, because I add four, not three. Except I cast shield. Fuck that one, okay, fine. <laughs> Your axe comes directly down at its head, it goes, not today, Floozy. Blink. 19. Uh, the 19 will hit. And you're like, maybe cool. today, skull dick. Maybe today, skull face. Maybe today, skull face. All right. That sounds like Has an affirmation that Skeletor would say into the mirror. Maybe today, skull face. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I made Mike cry. <laughs> um, Do you look at the mirror sometimes, Mike, like, and say, maybe today, Skullface. <laughs> maybe today. Every day. Roll your damage, you boob. I am rolling my damage. I have to math, and it's hard. Math is hard. For a scientist. Maybe, maybe yeah. today. 29 points of slashing damage to this 29 points? Trucker. All right, with slashing damage, million. you're going to bring it down. Uh, and not only bring it down, but you are going to slash this skull in half. 
and it crumbles to the ground in two, like two bone bowls that go whoop, 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 whoop as they hit the ground and spin with the kinetic energy from your slash. And then they'll go limp. All right. You're the floozy. You say coming out of your rage, and that is going to be the end of that combat. One moment while I check on something real quick, though. <laughs> How, uh, what? I uh, heard some weird. Was there a Kaifin? Are you guys okay? Yeah, sure. Of course. No, I'm I'm good. Yeah, yeah, you okay? Yeah, just a few blocks of ice. You don't look good. You look like um <laughs> frozen hell. Well kinda feels like that's where we are, so whatever. We should probably move on quickly. Something else that was here would have absolutely heard that. Oh, oh yeah, probably. Yeah. Oh a hundred percent. The, so, the other two no skulls more touching skulls? The, no more touching skulls. The other two skulls came from that northern passage. I say we either jump down or we continue down the passage th here. And she points to the one to the southwest. Let's go southwest to see if we can avoid jumping for now. Yeah, that sounds good to me. All right. Moving down to the south. Is anybody taking a moment to heal themselves or anything like that? Lysithian, uh, how bad do you look? Are you less than half? I am at 19 hit points out of 7. Natural 19 points. hit points? And by the way, did you include your temporary hit points from oh, yes. Blessing of the Morning Oh, yes, okay. I did. Okay. Oh, I had forgotten about those. Yep, mm -hmm. so that's your top 10. Your Can we take hits. a few moments? Just like 10 minutes, maybe an hour, just to breathe. Yeah, I could, I could take 10 minutes. Can I get an Arcana roll? Oh, pardon me, give me a roll. Let me check something real quick. Give me a religion roll, anybody. No, Valerie okay. could be better. You know, you're a necromancer. I'm giving it's you gonna advantage It's going to be 18. 18. Um, if that was a flame skull, which is the uh, the skull of a deceased mage mm -hmm. resurrected with its own arcane malice, uh, they regenerate. Oh, good. Um, These assholes are going to regenerate. Uh, oh, lovely in about an hour okay are you think your short rests are 10 minutes yeah my short rests are like 10 15 it's enough that you bandage okay. yourself and catch your breath okay it's uh, it's a crossfit break with a 19 would i suspect or be slightly confirmed that mixing them up might piss them off a lot or at least um, they'll they'll regenerate no matter what. You know there are ways to to prevent them from coming back. Um, like a lot of undead holy water will. Um, but you can also use dispel magic or uh, remove curse on them. Oh. Individually. Let's see. To permanently keep them dead. Oh, thanks. I mean, but would it tonight. be a frustrating situation if I mixed their skull bits up? I mean, I think that it would be. They might have some like some like identity issues after that, but you know. Then again, maybe they're just they'll just be. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of a gender fluid joke that that sounds right, but cranial fluid. I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna make some up. Cranial confusion. They'll just be 
<laughs> Never mind. Crazy. There's no there's no good joke I can think of. I'm going to look over in the chat. They're going to have like six jokes there that are way better than what I would come up with. So Head uh, dead. What's that? Head dead. They're already dead heads. That's uh, fair. All right. So yeah, you can you can totally randomize their brains or skulls. Do that. I'm going to sit my butt on the ground. As am I. Fucking hit yes. Same. And I am going to, as we short rest, I am going to use um, my song of rest. Oh, thank you. I was going to ask you if you could. Because I always forget about it, and one of our YouTube comments reminded me to to, to use that. What is the song um, of rest? Because I don't even don't know what that is. Gives you a so bonus. It, it gives you a bonus, uh, 1d8, I believe. Uh, yes, at this level, 1d8. Uh, for anyone who can hear my song. Uh, so that's... Is that d8 yeah, for anyone hit points or... Hit uh, d8 hit points, yes. Sweet. Yeah, so you roll that and you tell us how much and then we... Yeah, yeah. so... I'm thinking purple die. Purple die, purple die. And we got a three. Yeah, All at, least, right. at least you're honest about it. That's great. Purple purple die did not do Ooh, So that gets purple. added for each hit die we spend. We get to add an extra Four. three on top of that? No, for total. 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 Like that's yeah, a no, that would total be. of three. Thank <laughs> you. When it comes to uh, here we go. So Frog wins it. Uh when it comes to gender, they don't make any bones about it. There we go. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna spend two hit dice. And I I'm spend going to spend two as five well. hit die, oh. and that got me to thirty. Oh god. Do I want to 32 points and then I'll get I might, I'm gonna I'm gonna burn one more hit die just in case maybe my okay. yeah. it's a little better so for okay for party healing we do have two superior potions of healing Lysithian just to let you know if you ever yeah no, go I'm good. down I'm good <laughs> I'm good I'm only you know I'm less than Less than a hundred percent. Less than fifty percent. But that's fine. Okay. Well, then we should probably start heading then. We'll be fine. You'll be fine, Lysithian. That's fine. I'm honestly not very worried about it. Uh, do you have mage armor up? I, you know, I'm going to cast that right cast now. Cast mage armor, to... please. I wasn't expecting skulls to smack me with some fire. So, yeah, when an ice cave, you think it'd be cold damage. Yeah, you'd think. All right. Yeah, I'm going to cast mage armor. Beep. That boosts my armor to heckin'. Where's mine? It's going to be 16. Is now my okay. AC. Let's continue to the south, then. I don't feel like doing that drop. Over here, there was a slide, but I think it'll get us somewhere safely. Sounds good. Heading to the south, you will see that there is indeed a bit of a slide. The corridor in front of you um, widens into a chamber wide enough for Vistra and one other person to stand abreast. Callie, definitely. And um, there is a winding ice slide. It's, it shimmers at you with like a glass-like finish. It's without bump, without ridge, just as if it were welded out of metal. 
Uh, can I get a nature roll off of anybody who's looking at this? Six. 24. 24. Um, looking at this, you can immediately see that this is unnatural. It's like a great heat burrowed into the ice. It doesn't look very ice. natural. Um, let me check something real quick. So, what's the thing? You said that those skull things are dead mages? Yeah, so they're dead mages who essentially use their own arcanum to be able to um, come back. It It is a form of necromancy, from what I understand from my readings. Okay, because I was going to ask if they were, because they were fiery, I wonder if they made these caverns and... Squatting I don't fucking know, but pretty much they will regenerate and it's... Essentially... So we need to find another around. way out of here, if preferable. Yes. Or what we could do is gather the skulls and drop them off that cavern. That's true. We could drop them into the ravine, into the uh, ravine if we felt like it. There we go. A little bit of DMing, sliding to the DMs, DMs. Looking down, you will touch the side of the slide, and will immediately recognize the monstrosity made this. Oh, that's horrifying. Do you say that out loud? Yes. Okay. Okay. Let's hope it's not here any longer. What? The remoras that made this. The, okay. the what? Uh, the Anybody can make me a nature roll or an arcana roll to figure out what these are. I'll allow both for monstrosities. Okay, Valen, that's 12. Uh, 17. Uh, anybody who wants to. 19. Can, cool. Can Google. Uh, it's R E M O R H A Z, as in zebra. R-E- you can use a Z if you have to, but like, you know, Z will pull R-E- it up faster. R E M. O-R-H-A-Z. Z. It's Z. Um, Remoras. Oh, okay. Remoras. Uh, so, they are... Whoa! Arctic Predators. I believe you fought one at the Id Ascendant, actually. Uh, and it cut you up pretty badly. Oh, oh so those cool. things. Oh, okay. I the weird centipede I believe you things. did. Yeah, so hold on one second. Let me just double check that. Uh, it, it was right outside. Didn't think huh. those ones had the heated body, though, did they? Uh, it, it wasn't in the, it wasn't in the area long enough for that to happen, I think. I'm just checking one thing real quick. If you did fight one, then you'd know. You fought the bullet, and then... I don't think we fought one. No, I don't think so. This you, you take the... damage if you hit it with melee attack and you're within five feet No, of you it. fought carrion crawlers. My bad. Yeah. Sorry. It was... Yeah. So, this thing right here is a heated, has a heated body, and uh, they are huge. In and fact, swallow the int- us. Yes. Whole. Let's try and avoid it. Probably we'll want to keep our keep our wits about us. Getting flashbacks from a past life for some strange reason. <laughs> yes, it was carrying crawlers. Good job, Chad. All right. Who is 
heading down the slide first. Animo. Oh boy, let's go. Ferris rolls head forward, head first. Allie goes down. All right, you both will slide down. There's no way back up this slide unless you manage to use your crampons and take some extra time because this is very, very slick. You begin to buff it down the 40-foot ramp and are going to slide about 10 feet across the icy floor of the next room, uh, at which point you will appear in this room. Uh, anybody else who wants to slide through may slide to the base as yep. well. Uh, as you slide through, at, at the top, Velen will look down and go, sake. Geronimo! And is going to slide down. I'm assuming Geronimo is in this world as well. Uh, and I as... Know Obviously it's a word, even if Callie just made it up, because I used it. Alright. I'm just uh, forward thinking like that. As you slide down, you see frost-covered blocks of stone jut from the floor of this ten-foot-high cave of ice. Perched atop the largest stone in the room is an emaciated kobold with glowing red eyes. It looks down at you, (laughs) hisses, elongated fangs descending from its scaly lips, and then scampers away quickly before you can stand up, running down a side passageway. Professor Scant surges to life inside of Velen's hand and says the following. Ah, yes. How strange. A vampire spawned kobold. What? I believe these... I'm an expert in vampires. This cave. That kobold was a vampire. And where one kobold is, you're sure to find another. This is not only a glacier cave. This is... Vampire country. Oh, wonderful. Great. Lovely. Hey, look. Hmm? Does, uh, I does daylight orb. work? Oh, yeah, whatever. Ah, uh, yes. So, to harm vampires, daylight is particularly effective. Vampires regenerate if not in sunlight or running water. They take additional damage from the radiant type of damage. Actually, do they? No, uh, pardon me. Uh, If they take damage from radiant sources or holy water, they do not regenerate as well. Um, So, uh, it will also just outline some things with vampires for you. Uh, So they can't enter residences. That doesn't use here. Harm by running water. They take uh, a lot of damage when they start their turning running water. Stake to the heart destroys them. Most of them, not the big ones. Uh, And they are hypersensitive to sunlight. And I believe daylight use is true sunlight, right? Yes. Cool. Um, hearing that, like, steak, could I literally, like, break the tips off my javelin and try and carve them down into steaks? Yeah. Cool. Mister's going to do, like, two javelins into steaks. Hearing that. (laughs) Seeing that uh, Vistra is sacrificing her javelins, I will hand her the one javelin that I have. You'll use this more than me. Oh, thank you. I used it to irritate the skull, so better you than me. Yeah, thank you. Great. Thank you for your help, Professor Scant. 
It is my pleasure. Shall we continue into vampire country? Why not? And with that, you proceed around the corner into the next chamber. Which we'll reach in just a moment after this word from basically us. We're going to take a quick bathroom break, so don't go anywhere, folks. We're going to be right Ooh. back. This is Lysithian Callisto, and you're listening to Rime of the Frost Maiden. Be sure to tune into Wild Beyond the Witchlight, coming this September to Dork Tales. Oh, what idiots are in that one. Welcome back to Rime of the Frost Maiden, here on Dork Tales. Sorry, we had an extra long, funny break, but... Alright. As the vampire spawn escapes you, fleeing into the deeper layers of these caves. A single passageway to the east is open to you. The light still dimly radiates between Kali, Valen, and Kat's sword. The way to the west is open, and I will just move that vampire spawn out of the way, because he has just ran off completely. And looking into the next chamber, the light that permeates will get you a little bit of a glimpse, but those of you with dark vision will be able to see that into the next room, it's quite large. It's uh, a roughly spherical chamber, about, about 100 feet long. It's oval-shaped, thinner at the middle by about half. Sparkling icicles, as long as great swords, as I already said to Vistra, cling to the 40-foot-high roof of this cavern, the floor of which is strewn with frost-covered blocks of stone and a toppled pillar. Embedded in the east wall is a glittering stone tower that appears to have crashed to the ceiling long ago. The exposed wall is cracked and has a few holes in it, but is otherwise intact. What do you do? Looking across, you see that there is a passage uh, to the south and to the west out of this room. I think to the rest. Hold on, let me check this one. Oh, pardon me. Uh, not to the west. Uh, the To the west is the ruined tower. Oh, I should just look. Alice's going to go in. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go right into the into uh, the room. Okay. Uh, and... As you walk in, uh, can I get you to do me a quick favor and make me a deck save? Mm-hmm. Uh, and Kat's gonna walk in as well. I'm great at those tonight, guys. Okay, that's an 18. 18. All right, Kat's gonna walk in as well, so the entire party is going to walk into this room. Looking around, you see there is a wide range of things that are laying about the floor, this tower at the corner. And when I say that it fell through, I mean it looks like it goes and fell through vertically. You see the wide wall of a tower with a bit of a crack in the side of it awaiting you there. And as you're looking at that, you barely recognize the <laughs> above you and suddenly <laughs> an icicle as long as a longsword plunges down into the ground in front of you but you are going to be able to dodge out of the way god damn it there's something in the roof something above you if I looked up would I be able to make see make me a perception roll oh yeah they all failed that's okay. a natural 20 
I rolled like a, a six and a two. So. And plus my perception, that is going to be a total of 26. All right, looking up at the ceiling, you are going to see not one, not two, but seven ice methods clinging to the ceilings. They're hiding among the icicles and are floating around about 40 feet above you, uh, moving around to try to uh, position themselves above you. Uh, one of them appears to have broken off that bit of uh, uh, that bit of ice in an effort to skewer you and was unsuccessful. Well, do they look? They're clearly hostile. Make me an insight roll. Okay. Sixteen. Plus 22 on insight. You think they're guarding this chamber. Okay. They do, they're not making immediate advances on you because although they are methods and they are hostile, they're not idiots. They're staying as far away from you as possible. And as you look up at them and lock eyes with it, the one that tried to impale you looks down and goes, in Aquan. I believe Aquan actually. I think they speak Aquan. Or is it Or? Hold on one second. I think it's Orin. Is it Orin? Okay. I think we covered that last time. I think it's Orin. I was like, why would they speak Aquan? Because they're made of water? Bro, I don't know. I don't know either. Also, they got rid of all of the extra languages, I think, recently and compressed them into primordial in a lot of supplements, weird. which is weird, but convenient. So you don't have to speak like six different like languages. Uh, they speak. It does not say on this website, so I don't care. I'm pretty sure it was Orin. I think it was Orin too. Yeah, there we go. Uh, yeah, it's oh, they speak Aquan and Orin. Duh, okay. of course, because they're frozen water. There we go. Uh, so, can I pop my bard feet that lets me yes, uh, you may. do Your my language thing? Absolutely. Yeah, that thing. All right. Um, so I'm gonna pop that to Orin. Filthy flesh sacks, be gone from this chamber, lest we skewer you. What is it that you're guarding in here? She will say in Orin. Um. Thanks for guest starring, dog. Um, I don't know if you can hear my dog. Yeah, a little bit, but okay. The tower is not yours to examine. The tower right in the middle? It's actually behind them, but... Oh. The, the, I'm going to shut tower. my door real quick. One sec. Okay. Yes, that tower! <laughs> Early is a barky barky. Sorry, I'm a dog being barky. All right. The lady requests that it be made. So, as long as we don't do anything with the tower, can we pass through? They've begun. Can we go through the other side of this? We're trying to get through here. We can't go back up the way we came. Uh, the method is going to kind of like look at the other methods. You're going to go. God, and they will point to the southern passageway. Uh, they say go south. 
Uh, can I can I insight check them to, uh, for that? See if uh, uh, see if that sounds like a decent idea. Oh. Yup. Uh, how does a twenty four sound? It sounds better than the nat one I rolled. Um, what did they say? What they say? Yeah. What did they, they say? They, they said we we can't examine the tower because the apparently the frostman wants it to remain frozen and to be gone to the south. So that sounds like we should investigate it because it might be the thing that could hurt her. Yeah. Hold on just a second. I'm just finishing up with them and then we're, then we'll. Uh, then, then oh, for God's sake. Professor Scant, what is this? Hmm. Oh. The tower appears to be of Netherese construction. Were it not for the cracks and holes, the stone would be smooth as glass, shaped by wizardly magic. Very useful. Hmm. There might be something interesting in that tower, and these methods do not concern me. Shall we cut through them or what? I don't mind cutting through them. And I'll start pulling out sulfur from my bag and just kind of like smearing it on my hands with guano. Just getting ready to cast fireball. <laughs> and with, with that, I'm, I'm going to look up at them and be like, okay, well, apparently we're going to stay here. Um, if you like to be alive, I would exit the room. Can I make a persuasion check on that? Yeah, sure. Do they care about being alive? Eh. I mean, they don't. They don't love it. Does a thirty-one persuade what them? What the fuck? What? It's that one of my gross. best skills. No, I know. That's just fucking gross. Okay, so here's what's, what's gonna happen. On that? You're gonna say that, uh, uh, Bard of Eloquence. It's dope as hell. Mike cannot yep. roll beneath a ten, I think. What the fuck? Yeah. That's insane. Oh. Okay, so at that, you're going to hear... As four of them vanish immediately. All right. Just kind All of right, there they we go. merge up through the, the ice of the ceiling. Uh, three more of them will kind of look at each other. Okay. Um, and another one's going to go, not worth it. The last is going to look down at you. The last two are going to look down at you and say, For Aurel! And are going to charge you. Can I get an initiative roll? Woo! Yep, yep, oh, wow, yep, that yep. makes it easy when they roll the same 19 number. 19 plus 3. Ooh. Okay. 22. 22. Anybody be 22? I did. Uh, Mike, okay. also 22. Okay. Uh, Lysithian and uh, Callie, who has the higher initiative, please? Uh, um, I got higher four. decks. I yeah, but plus three to my. Oh, decks, sorry, no, so. you know what I meant. Yeah, sorry. Late night braining. What is your decks, Callie? Four. four. Okay, you're before me. Okay. Oops. There we go. Oh, this is the wrong one. One sec. Whoop 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 whoop. Whoop 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 whoop. Rhyme OST. Boop boop boop. Uh, action. Barovian. No, no, no. Hold on. I've got some different fight music for this. Because this is going to be a real fight, guys. It really is. It's going to be an awful fight. Everyone's going to die. It's going to be. Uh oh. Uh... Don't Mephits have like 6 HP? Yeah, but they're really, they're really passionate. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it's fair. Are you they're... max hit pointing these boys? <laughs> I, yeah, I'm just, I'm just cheating. I'm just cheating with methods. 
I ask her. I'll just use the same fight music. I didn't have the f I my, for some reason my fight music with the uh, with the sound effects removed is not visible right now. So hey. Okay, so and roll twenty is doing that thing where black bars are appearing all over my mixing board. Woo! Yeah. Turning on my own battle music, then let's go. Yeah, hold on. Sign. I'm just gonna refresh. One I wanted sec. my Madoka music anyway. I mean, that's fair. It's Madoka. It's so good. Ugh. Christine's never seen Madoka. Season. I need to show Christine Madoka. Christine. What? Have you seen Madoka? What bullshit are you Do talking I... about? Oh, okay. I've watched Magical Girl Madoka. <laughs> yeah, I was like, have you seen Madoka Magica? Nyx showed me that. The whole we sat through okay. the whole series together and then watched Did the you movie. Say, I was uh, gonna okay. say, you watched Rebellion as well? Uh no, I don't okay, good. I haven't. Kelly, I think I've watched all I of need the Madoka. Okay, I, and then I uh, finished Magia Record with my friend Eric recently, and we're like, okay. I don't remember a ton about it, but I've got the rough idea. Okay. <laughs> it's been a few years. Uh, okay. okay, so... I recently went uh, through all of it. <laughs> Katarina, it's going to be your turn. All right, that sounds good. I am going to take out my... Uh, I'm going to take out my laser pistol and pew this thing. Okay. Uh, roll me an attack. Coming right up. That's a nat 20. Woo! Okay, so that's going to be, Woo! I believe, 66 radiant. Yeah, that's going to be 66. Okay, give it to me. That okay. is going to hit my armor class of, oh god. <laughs> oh, damn, you're actually rolling my hit dice. My exact hit dice for this. Oh my god. So if you get an a, a less than average on this, I'm probably hooped. All right. Um, yeah, no, I don't add anything to this thing, do I? Because it's just that. Uh, so you, yeah. had your, you had your, no, you just, uh, you had, no, you should add your Three. dex to it. It's a firearm. I, oh, I do? Okay, cool. Yeah. Six, six, five. Well. Plus three, plus four, plus two, plus dex. Uh, how's 30? <laughs> uh, I believe the, uh, the phrase is Zort. <laughs> as uh, you, Calvin and Hobbes style, strike the southern one, I'm imagining, the one that is closest yeah. to you, it <laughs> zorts, and uh, yeah, it is going and, to and she basically just goes <laughs> uh, icicles are going to explode out of it, uh, but you are definitely far enough away, uh, and it is going to just rain bits of sharpened snow around you, um, and it is Callie's turn, unless you want to spend your bonus action doing anything. Uh, no, I'm not going to. Okay, your turn. What do you do? I pull out my sling. Oh, God damn it. Okay, do it. I have nothing else ranged. <laughs> Summon a shillelagh. Twing, twing. Well, I have range, but I just don't want to hit the ceiling with fire. Okay. Um, so I am going to take up my sling and kind of... This thing's just trying to do its job, like... Oh, fuck yes, not 20. Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> Okay, Christine. Not 20 crew. It's a D4, okay? Sort of it's a D4. What? Just roll it. Because it's a sling. I don't. Try, I'll explain in a sec. Roll me damage. Uh, Six plus dex, I think? Uh, Yes. Uh, So, ten. 10 points of damage. Okay. 
Uh, your dex is plus four? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I have an 18 dex. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, so that is going Tally's to be... Tally's all as about you, the dex. And you let fly. The bolt strikes the icy side of this creature, and a huge crack rends up its side as you deal 16 points of damage directly to it. What? It is vulnerable to bludgeoning. And, oh. and bullets that are shot from a sling are bludgeoning because they're just rocks. Um, it's oh, going well to... Then. It, Here I uh, thought I was like, oh, I'm going to get like two points. Nope. Uh, it's going to start cracking up its center frame. Uh, it is uh, looking very upset at this. Unfortunately, it's Lysithian's turn. Uh, I think I know what Lysithian's going to do. And I don't think they'll be able to hit my armor class. Oh yeah, we'll see. So I'm not going to, I'm going to put away the ball of bat guano and sulfur. Mm. Save that for later. I don't need something that big to hit them. I'm going to snap my fingers and cast Chromatic Orb. Oh, okay. I was expecting a Firebolt, but you're sure. I could Firebolt, but... I mean, you know, you do you. You do you. Chromatic Orb. More damage. So, so I'm going to second level this boy. And Hecian. It does not hit, and I'm very upset. I rolled a three. Okay. So it's three. Yeah, it's 11 to hit. Ah, uh, that is a hit. What the dick? Okay, cool. Yep. Love that. Hey. Cool. <laughs> Isn't it ridiculous? It's so ridiculous. These things Woo! are so shit. I love them. I'm rolling like butt and I'm still hitting. Woo! <laughs> I know, right? What, okay, uh, roll me damage. Uh, oh, actually, Lysithian. Uh, what type of damage are you doing? I am doing... Ah, uh, heckin... I was going to do fire damage. Cool. How do you want to do this? Woo! Are they vulnerable? <laughs> They're yeah. vulnerable, and you add you add your int to damage, don't you? On chromatic orb. On chromatic orb, it is just straight. Okay. So it's just straight. Roll roll me a dice, and I'm pretty sure it's d d eight or d ten for. No, I'm gonna orb. roll all my damage because I feel like it. Okay. Sounds good. Roll me. Roll me. Uh, roll it, and then double it. Well, that's higher than five. How does this go? Woo! Um, I'm going to pull out my components and just start muttering under my breath, and I'm just going to launch the orb directly in front of it so it will just ignite the whole ice method and just try to melt it. Uh, as it does, I'm going to do a quick luck roll for the room. Ooh, that is... All right. Um, the method is going to just go in a puff of, I was going to say logic, uh, but a puff of steam. Uh, and about 30 icicles are going to fall on that side of the room, impaling into the floor with... But besides that, the room goes silent. Guys, hit all that quite well. Wasn't that difficult? They were just ice methods. Ah, I was just uh, sharpening my axe, but apparently didn't I? Keep let's an eye out the for the. Yes, let's keep an eye out for the other methods, just in case they decide to come back. Yeah. But I think they know better, thanks well, to uh, Katarina. Exactly. They're cowardly, but they might return in greater numbers. Uh, Velen, uh, what let's do you say we? Yeah, we check it out. 
heading over to the ruined tower, and the holes are quite small, but you can kind of peer through. Callie might be able to make it through, but she'd be the only one, because Callie, your size is small, correct? Yeah. Okay, you'd be the only one who'd be able to, but as you approach, you'll see little remains of this tower besides its outer shell. The interior walls are decorated with shining, or probably shifting, geometric patterns. A human skeleton in a white robe lies on the uneven floor. As you approach, Valen looks through the crack and holds up Professor Scant, who scans the room with a beam of light and says, <clears throat> Nethery spellcasters would come to towers like this one to regain their spent magic more quickly. Despite the extensive damage, I would venture to guess that the tower still works. So Callie, How you exactly? Could, you merely need to meditate inside. Take mm. a brief rest. The tower is brittle. You should be able to punch through. If only there was someone who could do that. I mean, do you want to waste a charge on your ring, Lazithian, or a bishop? I mostly use magic, but I don't mind. I don't mind wasting a charge. It should hopefully recharge after I sleep or something. I could try that. Okay. Sure. All right. Do you want to use it? Kay. I do. Okay, so you're raising it. A spectral ram will erupt from your hand and collide into the crack in the wall. A natural 20! Yes! It's just going to punch an exact hole big enough for you to crawl through. Woo! Um, it actually this isn't is gonna even going to be... like, I'm useless now. I'm the hitter and I'm being replaced by a magic ring now. I, I, I roll, I roll my goblin slayer and I fucking smash through the tower. So... As you punch a hole in that side, uh, you are going to be able to see inside. There, it appears to be a large, it's a large cylinder, like it's a tower, right? It once was a tower. And now there are some cracks on the other side too. Um, there's only the hole on the uh, on the eastern wall, or probably the western wall. Uh, but it looks like through some cracks as you peer inside, there is another tunnel on the other side of this. You think I'd that... Like... Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say I'd like to go check I'm... them out, but yeah, go sure. ahead. Sure. Um, looking at it, you'd have to bust another hole in it, but it looks like there's another cavern on the other side. Peering through the hole, you're going to be able to see... Let's see, that connects to page 7. Uh, you will see a room with a flat, slightly canted slab of stone that rests in the middle of a 20-foot-high cave. One side is rough, as if the slab had been torn from a larger structure. It's 8 feet tall... Well, pardon me, 8 feet long, 4 feet wide four feet high, and covered with frost. Looks like a giant tablet of some kind. Can I go look at it? Uh, you'd have to bust another hole hmm. in this other side of the tower to get in there. Is the hole possibly big enough for Vistra, like the one that I broke? Mm, uh, the one that you broke is big enough for both of you to get through, yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, the cracks here, Callie could probably do it with a dex check. Hey, Callie. Come here. Yeah? Come here. I wanted to show you this. Okay. Callie will kind of probably just walk through that hole. <laughs> yeah, just okay. hanging out. So you can you can walk into the tower with uh, with no problem, but through the other side, through the cracks, I'm going to make you make a dex check to not get stuck. 
Do you want to try to break that open or check it out in there? Sure. Callie will climb through cracks. Okay. Give me a dex check. You roll on that one. It's going to be funny. 19? Okay. You'll easily be able to make it through. When you slide into the other room, you will find that this immense slab, several times your height, is lying on the room. In the center of it, it's covered in frost. And frosty. Looking at it, you think that um, there appears to be some writing beneath it, but it's frosted over. You can't make it out at this point. So I'm in the center area here? Uh, hold on, I have, I'm not using a map right now. Uh, so no, you're in the next room over. Uh-huh. So. I'm assuming that everybody has... Nope, you, it's not big enough for you. <laughs> you busted this open. Okay. So, fine. I will swap it back over to the maps for the chats. I didn't think we needed it, but okay. Uh, I just wanted to be sure of what I was looking at. That's fair. Okay, so step, Vister, you're in the middle of nowhere. Oh, there we go. Um, so, uh, squeezing through the hole, you will see that there is a, there's a large chamber inside of there. Uh, you think that there is script underneath the frost, but you can't quite make it out. Okay. If you uh, melted the frost, you'd be able to. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, flaming pr- sphere. Produce, yeah, flaming sphere will do it for sure. Produce flame probably would too. Oh, if produce flame will do it, then I'll just use that. Cause that's yeah, you just need to scrape it off. It's basically just like um, it's it's this engraving that's just are covered with frost. Um, so taking a minute to do that, uh, close inspection reveals that um, it looks like draconic script etched into the top, with an open eye carved above it. Um, are you inspecting this pretty closely? Yeah. Uh, looking at it, um, it appears the pupil of the eye has a slight raised. A raised profile, like a button. Oh, this looks. This kind of looks draconic, and it's got an eye image. Oh, this looks like a button. Push. Okay. Uh, <laughs> right after moment. I say it. Uh. Okay. One moment, please. Um. Okay. So, Callie, as you press the button. Uh, your perceptions are going to suddenly shift. Um, you are going to see yourself from an overhead vantage point. Uh, you have created an invisible, magical eye within range that hovers in the air for one, up to one hour per concentration. You mentally... Do you have a concentration spell up right now? No. Okay, well, you do now. You mentally receive visual information from the eye, which has a normal vision and dark vision of up to 30 feet. The eye can look in every direction. As an action, you can move the eye up to 30 feet in any direction. There is no limit as to how far away from you the eye can move, but it can't enter another plane of existence. A solid barrier blocks the eye's movement, but the eye can pass through an opening as small as one inch. Uh, You have activated the arcane eye spell. It is a fourth-level divination spell. I can uh, see everything! So, you can use this to scout most of this dungeon. Yes, please. Uh, and you know what the best part is? You can do it from the safety of that tower. Uh, okay, so my body can still move? Your body can still... Basically, you have, like, a floating security camera over your head. Okay, oh, yeah. I'm gonna climb back into that tower and kind of start trying to, like, 
I'm gonna close my eyes after that because I'm like, ooh, <laughs> double vision. It's a little, it's a little dizzying. And All be right, like, so- okay, so, so I have like this eye thing. I'm gonna go look at everything. Okay. Would uh, I, I pushed understand? a button? Okay. Uh, yes, sure. actually. Oh shit! Wait, Velen has the spell, doesn't she? And it happened. I'm pretty sure I do have this spell, but I'm just gonna double check before I start asking. Sure. So Sounds don't let good. anything stab me, okay? Uh, so you can make. Yeah, I do have this spell, so I would know what it is. You can make a um, uh, yeah, you automatically would know what this is. So it seems like that thing gave Callie arcane eye. Interesting. Okay, All so right. Callie. Mm-hmm. Uh, one sec. I am going to let you just have some fun. Okay, so boop, and let's put on some lighting controls for this so that it has vision. What did I say? It has vision up to. You said 30, 30 feet. I think. 30 feet? Okay. Um, night vision. Okay, cool. I have given you an eyeball that you can use to slowly scan the dungeon. Sweet. Alright, so. Oh, is this the thing I was... Oh, damn it. Where's that slab that I was... Is it actually up here, or...? It is, it is actually up there. I got the I got the sides mixed up. Okay. Because I took all the map. Anyway, I'm gonna pop this back out. Okay, uh, so uh, what we're gonna do is we're gonna swap those two things out. So that is a rubble-strewn cave. Um, and, uh, yeah, so basically I'm just I'm moving the slab. The slab got moved. The slab got moved. Okay. There we go. Oh yeah. So uh, reminder: after the stream, we're gonna raid Boobs McBalrog, who cool. I like. Oh, anyway, sweet. So that's good. We like. We like. Boobs. Cool. McBalrog. Well. All right. So I, I'm gonna go down the other corridor now, and okay. I seem to be seeing a big stone face. Uh, you are going to look at a big stone face lying on its side in the middle of this 20-foot high cave is an enormous head made of iron. Its eyes glow with a golden light. You can make me an arcana roll. Oh, it's glowy. Why is it glowing? That's weird. Uh, 18. It's a golem. Oh, it's a golem. It's beheaded. Oh, that was really big. Yes, it was. It's just a head. I wonder if his body is still wandering around. Uh, meanwhile, back inside of the back inside of the ruined tower, um, you'll see that there is a skeleton lying on the floor, uh, dressed in a what appears to be a Netherese robe. And then Professor Scant goes over this. Ah, oh, yes, a a priest of the Netherese religion. This appears to be, uh, judging by the four-pointed star on the holy symbol, I would say that this is a priest of Mistril. Uh, anyone who would like to can make me a roll. Uh, just an intelligence history roll, actually. I would also allow religion. Ooh, it's not going to be good. It's a total of ten. Total of ten? Do not know who Mr. is. Shall I... <sighs> Professor Scant sighs somehow. I'm not ringing any bells, sorry. The history and fate of the god Mistral are tied up in the story of Netheril's fall. Mistral was the original god of magic. 
She is said to have created the weave which enables spell casting. An Etherage mage named Carsus sought to steal Mistral's godly power. To prevent certain doom from befalling the material world, Mistral sacrificed herself to keep Carsus from achieving his goal. After her sacrifice, Mistral was reincarnated as Mistra and is now worshipped across Faerun. For more information about Netheril and the Fall, please see additional chapters. Yeah, I just, I literally just read the entry because it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> the holy symbol looks like it's made of silver. You fleshy types enjoy pilfering wealth. Do you think taking anything like the robes or the uh, the holy symbol might help us on our way, or should we just respect? I the think dead? it's best that we take some souvenirs. Valen says. Besides, we found a bag of holding. We might as well use it. That's fair. It would be an injustice not to. I mean, they're not exactly using it, so. Exactly. Let's take a rest here and and wait for Callie to scout around. Sure. Sounds good. All right. So um, she will take a rest as well. By the way, spellcasters, uh, you take a rest, taking about a half hour as Callie scouts out the remainder of this area. Uh, as she does, uh, I am going to just like start like guiding her through and giving her some details. Okay. So Callie, as you are looking around... Mm -hmm. I will... Okay, boy. Uh, heading over to the east. Um, by the way, anybody who's resting in this room, and I will consider using magic eye or arcane eye to count as part of resting because you're literally just like mentally moving an eyeball around. Mm -hmm. uh, anybody who, wants, who has expended a spell slot of third level or lower can regain one Ooh, after resting oh, inside oh, of this bless. tower. Cool. Yes, please. All right. I've only spent two first levels, but I want it. Uh... Yep, so if you, um, yeah, if you take a short rest inside of here, you cannot gain this multiple times inside of 24 hours, but you'll all gain that. I do like it when games give you this chance to re recoup. Okay, so uh, heading over there, let me just check my map. Uh, so you continue onward down a narrow corridor and down a slide over to the east. Inside of this, you are going to find naturally formed stairs that lead down into this area. Looking around in the darkness, given this arcane eye's sight, you are going to see shadows moving along the walls. Oh, that's creepy. Quite a few of them, actually. You're invisible, so they can't see you, but the shadows just kind of move and sway uh, slightly in the darkness. There's moving shadows in this room. That's creepy. Our shadow, shadows aren't supposed to move that way. Unless they're evil shadows. Okay. Here? Nothing up here. Uh, so, just scouting around, uh, what I will... I'll, I'll just start reading off some things that you find as you're looking around. Okay. 
Uh, you find a 20-foot caver, a cavern that tapers to a dead end, with a dozen human skeletons wreathed in frost. Their skulls all missing. Uh, one skeleton at the back of the cave has a tarnished silver holy symbol shaped like a four-pointed star, just like the one in this room. That's I found where the flaming skulls came from! Um, that's Callie's assumption, at least. It's it's actually a pretty good assumption. It actually doesn't say so in the There's book. There's no skulls, so that must be where they came from. I think, I think that's pretty pretty clever. That is a good chance. Um, you'll find a cavern with a twenty foot high, a ten foot high ceiling, pardon me, covered with icicles that nearly touch the floor, forming thin stalactites. Several of these icicles have been broken off, leaving paths to the cave's four exits. High pitched barking and yelping echoes throughout the cave, but you can't tell. Oh, wait, actually, you wouldn't be able to hear. It's an arcane eye. Uh, so moving just an eyeball I don't think I think it's just an eye like you can't hear through it right I wouldn't expect you to you eventually see visual information there we go Uh, okay Uh, moving past that uh, you can head into a room with 10 foot high uh, cavern where you come face to face with an army of small misshapen ice sculptures Um, that's kind of horrifying there's a rough hewn staircase leading to the south um, you are going to find um, in a lower chamber off the way a a frost-covered skeleton holding a cracked crystal ball. Oh, this one has a cracked crystal ball. And a staff char- fashioned out of chardalion or chardalin. Oh, oh, it's the black shiny stuff staff. And that is that is in D15. So that is, that is over the here. The shiny rock. That is when you got to here, just so you know. Okay. Um, so I'm assuming that you're scouting everything out because there's no yeah. reason not to tell you literally everything. Yeah. Uh, okay, you are going to find a bunch of kobolds. Uh, kobold oh, no. vampire types over here. Okay, there's kobolds too. Should I put this up on the map types. so everybody can see? Like the chat Yeah, I see? think so. Okay. Since we're all we're talking about it and I could then guide people. Okay, sounds yeah. good. I'll I feel go ahead like do that. should all kind of just know what it is. Oh, hello, Raid. Right. Good to see you there, Mad Bird. Hello! So, um, hello. for those of you who are just joining us, Callie has activated Arcane Eye and is scouting the entire freaking dungeon like a boss. I accident, because it was all like, oh, this thing looks like a button. It w- literally was a button. I push it. Okay, so I am just going to guide you around. Uh, so, let's see. Uh, I'm going to give you the short version of this. Okay, ice. Let me Did you back turn off forth. darkness? Oh, uh... Was that what you were doing, or...? No, I was putting it on the stream so they could see. Ah, uh, okay. So you only have 30 feet, so that's good. Um, and one sec, I'm just gonna... I'm gonna make it in the center. Come on. Come on. Catch up, stream. Okay, cool. Um, Alright, so... Zoom out one more. Alright, so, looking around, let's see, you're going to find a bunch of vampire spawn in this room. Heading to the north, uh, you are going to find uh, uh, a dead-end cave uh, containing half a dozen mounds of snow. Um, Yep, that's all that's in here, because they can't see you. Um, Let's see, 19. There's a bunch of snow lumps in here. Uh, So nothing else over there. 19. Okay. Um, in this room, uh, you are, when you make it down to here, you are going to find, 
you're going to find a smaller cave to the north up here. Now, the rest of this room is fairly... Oh, it's still not fitting. One sec. Hold on. i got to move something on the on the stream. My bad. Boop. There we go. That should fit better. There. So, sorry about that, guys. Uh, okay. Uh, so, in that room, as you are looking around... Oh, it's because I didn't crop it right. That's my bad. There we go. Uh, so, heading to the north, you are going to see there is a creature crouched inside of that room listening very intently sniffing the air it's a strange creature like none that you've seen before as you float inside of the room you can see it rise up its chest does not move its throat does not rise it merely looks around. It's a gnoll with incredibly long fangs and glowing red eyes. Similarly to the kobolds that you saw before, you believe this one might be a vampire. Wait, you can have vampire gnolls too? What? You here? What do you mean? Well, it's a gnoll, but it's got red eyes and big fangs. That sounds like a vampire gnoll, Professor Scant says. I would not recommend fighting one of those. Probably uh, not. At that. Okay, so we don't want to do the kind of southeast corner then. Okay, so checking around through more of this area. Let's see what else we have. Uh, over here, if you continue onward, you are going to find... Um, entombed in the icy floor of this 20-foot high cave is a frozen, well-preserved corpse of a frost giant. Oh, frost uh, giant it, corpse. It looks like someone tried to excavate it with scratching. Somebody's been scratching at it. Maybe it was the null? Hopefully not. Um, yeah, you're not sure. To the south, you will see, and that is... And the reason I, I, I erased all of the numbers from the GM side so it wouldn't clutter the screen, so now I have to keep flipping back and forth. You'll see an ice, uh, a large cavity opened in a pillar, which is surrounded by a dozen human skulls around this pillar of ice. Maybe this is where those skulls went. It looks like a... Um, Never mind, I may have found those skulls. It looks kind of like a crypt, actually. Like, Why is there a crypt in here? Because there are vampires in there. Oh. All right, this spell is so broken. This is so good. Uh, I love it. I love it, guys. Uh, all right, so moving back around, you are going to make it to D16, Ice Cave. Uh, D17, did that, did that, did that. Uh, so you'll need to, so you'll be able to head back over here after a fashion going whoop, 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 whoop. Uh, Oh, Ooh, so you can either so you can either go down the down the hole here. Uh, this is H twenty two. A thirty foot high cave has exits to the north and south. Along the western wall is a fifteen foot diameter hole that appears um, that seems to be the upper end of a tunnel. Um. And there's also a passage back to the, the south. Tunnel. I'm gonna check out the passages first. Okay, then just to the south. Okay. Uh, and Callie, can I get you to do me a favor? 
Uh, as you move there, I need you to do me a really important thing, and that is uh, make me a... Ooh, no, technically you would be immune to this because of the way this works. Uh, however, I will make you do a wisdom save with advantage because you're a halfling. Uh, so this is a fear save. Not 20. Okay, well you had advantage. Yeah, so it would end up being 28. Uh, 28, beautiful. A flat sheet of cloudy ice forms one wall of this 40-foot-high chamber. Something dark and humongous shifts beyond the wall, behind the wall, its tentacles waving unimpeded. You become aware that you are not alone. And for a moment, you think that it threatens your very existence. Somehow, the horror from another world that exists beyond this wall, you think that it sees you for a moment. But then the invisibility of, uh, ooh, actually, one sec. Whether, okay, cool. Okay, it does not manage to see through your invisibility though, to your knowledge. There's something on the other side of this wall that writhes. You think it's a fleshy mass with tentacles, but it also has formless. Suddenly you're- not going this way. You suddenly think back to the story that you were told by the tribesmen just earlier today. The thing in the walls. I think I found the thing in the walls. Wonderful. We're not going this way. There are more passages around here, and uh, I will quickly uh, explain those to you as you go. Uh, to the south, you will see that is what 30, 32, 33, 34. God, there are a lot of there are a lot of tunnels in this here. Um, so uh, inside of this area, uh, you are going to see that there is uh, there is a mirrored cavern um, with a uh, twenty foot high cave of polish to a mirror finish. Um, it is hard to keep your bearings floating through just because of the reflected geography. Um, that's the thing in the ice. I'm glad you didn't open that because it is not a good thing to do. Um, in 33... Okay. Uh, in Actually, right here, you will see that crouched in the northern corner is a mummy dressed in a tattered black robe wearing a golden face mask. Uh, it is trapped in the western wall and appears to be fused into it. There's a mummy in the wall? Okay. Callie's just like making all sorts of faces and <laughs> mumblings as she does this all. Uh, here you will find uh, large pieces of stone from a 20 foot high ceiling dot this empty cavern. It looks like uh, stone fragments. Uh, probably from the same type of material that made the tower. Okay, we're, we're catching up, guys. We're catching up. Uh, where's 35? Uh, in this one, you are going to see that in this room on the middle of the floor is a 15-foot high... Uh, pardon me, 15-foot high cave is an 8-foot cube of smooth, grayish-green stone that is free of frost. Hmm. Okay. Uh, continuing down, you are going to make it into this lower chamber. Uh, yeah, so I am narrating, like, all of this to everybody. A 
grove of frozen frost-filled trees fills this 50-foot high chamber. That's um, not something you see every day. It is not. Um, by some magic or miracle, the trees are alive and the canopies are thick with frosty leaves. Their branches are bearing purple pears that hang like, like uh, holiday ornaments. A low wall, broken in several places, threads its way through the grove, which is surrounded by six exits. Uh, here, uh, looking at this, uh, Professor Scant does not know what's up. How does he not know what's up? He would totally know what that was. You know, he knows what that is. It's a specialty. Pear trees. Purple. Those are Netherese's purple pears. Magical pears. That give all manner of effects similar to quaffing a potion. Huh. Okay. Uh, so, back on Callie's tour. Uh, okay, Frozen Grove, done that. Uh, huddled together at the western end. Okay, that is going to 37, which is the southern one. Uh, crouching at the edge are four hunched creatures with spiny backs and sharp claws. They look around the room with single, unblinking eyes. Hmm. Uh, Arcana roll from anybody who wants to. I would. Please, please, please. Okay, that's gonna be 19. Nothics. Wizards who've been corrupted by their own magic or sorcerers even, and transformed into cyclopean monsters that are, they're semi-immortal if I'm not mistaken. They're not fun. Uh, and they look, uh, you wanna know what they look like? You want a story time? To mm, break I know up. what they look like, but yay! Yeah, I want a story time. Because oh, it breaks up. Nothics, break... man! Uh, so we're on page 219. Nothics are scary. I love them, though. They're cool They as look hell. like this. Oh, that's awful. Whoa, love it! Yeah. Uh, so they look like fleshy, purple, gray, muscular creatures with a giant green iris in the center of their forehead, and all of the flesh peeled off of their mouths so that they're nothing. They basically look like they're, they're from Doom. Uh, Callie's going to attempt describing that to everybody. So, Lysithian, you're just going to go Nothics. Nothics are cautionary tales. Those are Nothics, and we it's don't want to mess them. with them. Oh, good. That sounds wonderful. Okay. Sounds like something... I'm not uh, liking what we're finding down okay. here. Okay, so Callie, looking around, uh, you, I guess, are probably going to check the southern passage next. Yeah. Uh, the passage continues onward. You'll spend about five minutes uh, moving down that way. And uh, it takes a decent amount of the spell's time. You travel for almost a mile down this passage if you continue. Does it seem to be going anywhere? It does. Sure. At the edge of this tunnel. I can always push the button again. You'd think. That's Callie's thought. As you make your way winding through the tunnel. Winding, winding, winding. Suddenly, after a mile of moving at 30 feet... Well, 30 feet every six seconds is pretty, pretty fast, actually. So that you'd get there in... A mile is 5,000 feet. Let's say 6,000 feet with tunnel... Uh, so that would be, what, 200 rounds, I think? Yeah, two, it'd be 200 rounds. 200 rounds would be six minutes. Wait, is that right? 
120. That would be 20 minutes, I think. Either way. Uh, the tunnel opens into a vast grotto enclosed by gleaming ice. Consigned to this frozen sepulcher is a fantastic city. Sculpted by ancient magic and illuminated in a haunting way by green and purple lights that shed no warmth. The city is slightly tilted, its spires leaning away from you as though recoiling from your presence. As you hover above the frost-coated ice that stretches towards a city like the dead frozen tongue of some hideous behemoth whose mouth you've just stepped on. You have found Netheril, or you have found the frozen city. Looming in front of you like a giant disc with all sorts of towers. Uh, by the way, that is uh, 200, uh, That is about 1,600 feet wide. So it is a full city on top of a frisbee. Wow. That's pretty cool. I'm after seeing that picture. I'm imagining kind of like uh, Atlantis from Stargate Atlantis. You know what? I've never actually watched Atlantis. It's the one Stargate I never have. Oh, it's it's very good. But yeah, kind of the similar idea. Nice. Uh, so I'm just gonna do this real quick. So 200 times six That's is 120. Very dope. Okay, so it would take 40 of you, 40 minutes to go back and forth from that tunnel. So you've got about five minutes left of scanning that you can do. Okay, um, I'm probably gonna see, I guess this passage over here to see if there's a quick way to get All down right. there because that's where we want to go, right? Popping up to the north there. Um, so that is a slippery slope that will drop you down. As you head back up, uh, you are going to find and uh, other players, thank you for being very patient while I describe the entire dungeon. This Without is gonna be super useful. It's gonna be super useful next session. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's for sure. This bulbous cavern has walls as smooth as glass and a ceiling lined with dripping icicles. A wisp of steam rises from a roughly circular pool in the northern half of the cave. South of the pool is a shallow crater with oversized snowballs in it. At the bottom of the pool, you see that this is not and uh, right next to it. Why are there snowballs in here? It's like somebody started making a snowman. Moving into the next cave over to the e pardon me, to the west, you will see that it has similarly glassy walls and a smooth domed ceiling 40 feet overhead. It contains two large pools, both of which are steaming. And that hey. is when you will be clued into what you're seeing. For each pool is 15 feet deep, and submerged in the northern pool is a full-grown remoras, coiled around a cluster of eggs that you thought were snowballs. A mother. Oh, shit! Its body heats the pool, causing steam to rise from it. And this is what it looks like. Oh, that's so cool! Uh-oh. It's so bad! Oh, those aren't snowballs. Those aren't snowballs. They're Horrifying. Eggs. We're not going this way either. Uh-oh. This is, this is going to be a little difficult. Looking oh, out of this room, it looks like there are four ways out of these chambers. Uh, 
judging by you can make make me okay so you basically have like about a minute and a half left of searching so what I would like you to do is make me make me a survival check to see if you could kind of orient yourself to where you are in here uh 26. Okay, yeah. So you're pretty sure that this is the base of that slide that you found before? The one you didn't go down? Mm, okay. uh, which means that these slides probably would take you back toward where you are the closest. Okay. The ones I will over check to those the west. Okay. Uh, this, uh, th- the so, um, Remora sized tunnels branch off to the west here. One goes to the north curving around, the other curves down to the south and you think away from you. The other one curves upward and toward where you are perched. So, I would say you probably want to go up. Um, Yeah. Okay. And one sec. Okay. Uh, Heading back upward, you can arrive here and... Your arcane sight is going to, probably your arcane eye is going to blink out. Um, as you move through here, you're going to be able to see just through this naturally carved stairwell here a series of icicles that have fallen onto the floor that you will recognize as the chamber outside of the tower. Okay. And whoop, there we go. Sorry, I'm just making sure this is all in view for the audience because it's a little difficult. Thanks for being patient, everybody. And uh, so looking into that room, uh, this last room here, you will see that that is H10. Directly to the south of the room that you're in right now, you see the top of a partially shattered tower resting on its side in the middle of this 30-foot-high cavern. Long icicles hang from the ceiling above the toppled spire. North of the tower is a 15-foot-high diameter hole in the floor that seems to be the upper end of a tunnel, which is what you flew up. Yep. Uh, Inside of this room, um, you are going to find a couple of things. Number one, laying at the base of the tower, you are going to find a corpse that has been frozen solid. It appears to be a... Corpsicle. You think a a human? Maybe a half-elf? It's hard to tell. Maybe a woman? Uh, or a young man, a very fine bone structure uh, underneath the ice. Uh, you see that they have a full pack that is frozen inside of the ice as well. Probably could be chipped away. Uh, and Stuff. it looks like there's things inside of the tower, if you wanted to check in there. Yes, please. Uh, l- floating up inside of the tower, uh, your vision is going to away, right as you see at the top of the attic's spire in the tower is a chest with a sliding bolt held fast by frost. And with that, your arcane eye is going to vanish. Ooh, accessible treasure. I like the sound of that. I think... Oh, thanks. I think there's a route to bypass most of the ucky stuff to get to the city. Okay. That sounds good. It's complicated, though. I trust you to guide the way. Complicated is better than dead. That's true. Well, Does it involve do going to... past the remoras? Hopefully not. I don't want to we... fight those. Let's hope we don't terrifying. take the wrong turn. 
How good's your memory? He's hoping good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, real talk, I'll have to like see the actual map and uh, then maybe what, we can what I'll do is I will um I'll make the map visible to you. Okay, and I'll kind of tell you where I wanted to go Sounds and good. we'll maybe roll off to see if I remember. You said there was a tower to the south. Yeah. Was there any monster or creature around there? There was a hole for the remoras, but there wasn't a remoras. There was a body in ice and a chest at the top of the tower. Let's go check that out immediately and then regroup and figure out where to go from there. Okay. Works for me. This way. Heading down, you'll slide down the hole into this chamber. Now again, just to describe this room for you, you, um, for those of you with a map, you're gonna go like right here, everybody. All right, and uh, sliding down into this room is, I lost my page number again. I'm really good at this. I'm good at pages. That's Netherese Priest. I don't care about him. I care about H10. There we go. The top of a partially shattered tower rests on its side in the middle of this room, kind of pointing downward as if it were trying, if it were a clock, it would be saying that it was almost eight o'clock from the center of the room. Long icicles hang overhead from the ceiling above the top spire. North of the tower is a 15 foot diameter hole that um, is what you floated up through when you were uh, looking. That's what leads down to the Remora's nest. Yeah, don't don't go down there. That's where they are. Good to know. In like hot pools and eggs. Now inside of here, there is If someone slides down there, they'll have to catch themselves from sliding directly into the pools beneath as well. You recognize that now, looking down at the velocity that that will gain you. The ice is so slick. Now, the spire here has several cracks in it, enough that you could probably pry your way into it. And there is... Examine the body. Sure. Uh, there is a body at the south of the tower. It... It's dressed differently. In fact, as you look at them, uh, you will see that it is a frozen, a frozen corpse, uh, dressed not like the Netherese priest. This one is dressed um, in cold weather clothing. It looks like an explorer, much like you, actually. However, there is something that immediately is going to twig you to the fact that it is not um, something to do with Netherum. And that's when you look at it, you will see that it is not wearing Mistral. Mistral's medallion around their throat. This person is wearing a holy symbol of Mistra, the reincarnated form of the god. I don't this get it. Uh, so earlier there was um, there was a research role. Uh, Mistra was the god that died and that sacrificed herself and was reincarnated as a different god. Mistral became Mistra. Yeah, Mistral became Mistra. This is a symbol of Mistra, not Mistral, which means that this is after. Basically, it's the difference between fi um, like Old Testament, New Testament type of thing. 
Mm-hmm. Like, uh, for okay, example, Callie didn't pay any attention. So this this is like like if you walked up here and you found a priest holding a Book of Mormon, you would know that it wasn't like from the 1500s, because it is post a Reformation. Okay. Yeah, I totally Callie's still gonna too. point it out. Like, this okay. looks weird. Um, would you like to thaw the body out? Okay. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, so you're gonna it's gonna take you a minute to do that without damaging the body too much. Um, meanwhile, who is scouting around to the spire for that treasure chest? I Me. would like to. I'll assist Katarina. Okay. Sounds and good. And I'm assuming uh, Vistra wants to help as well. Vistra, make me a strength yes. roll just to hold the hold bits of the tower up so that they can scramble in and get it. Sounds good. Um, that's pretty low, but it's going to be a 22. 22? All right. So hefting up all of your dwarven might, you're going to pull and push some of the collapsed roof up into the sky uh, so that they can scramble in and drag the chest out. Now, the now the lock is still frozen over. It's... But um, the treasure chest is in good condition overall. Um, the bolt is held fast by frost, though. Can uh, I bang the frost away with the my, hold of my dagger? I was going to say I could try to firebolt it. Melt, melt it? We don't want to... If you said those, those monstrosities you... are below there, we don't really want to be making a lot of noise. Hmm. Vistra gets gets my applause for being the smart one for once. Yay! Um, so fire, even firebolt would probably make some noise. Um, but any source of like just ambient heat that you could hold up to it. I have a would... tinder box. I could try and light a fire. The oh my god, Vistra! Way. Baby girl! <laughs> just light a Turns torch. out when she's sober, she's kind of smart. Yeah, Vistra, use tinder. I'm sure we have like I will swipe right some old torches like still Left. strapped to our bags. Uh, no, you have using. to swipe the bolt. Will slide. Will swipe right once it is. Once you basically you'll start a little fire with a torch, and hold it up. Uh, and yes, you will all swipe right. Um, inside the chest, you will see that there are uh, there is a a myriad collection of broken glass. The fall damaged these vials, shattering them. Except for two. Two swirling, slightly glowing potions lie inside. Each is imprinted with a little silver plate that describes what they are in Loros, the Netherese tongue. Draconic, using elven language. Two potions of superior healing. And, uh... One moment. Just check. Oh, well. There we go. Callie, you will finish defrosting the body. Now the body has um, been damaged by its tr- by its uh, duration of freezing. You think that it probably was a human or half elf? The ears are slightly damaged from frostbite. But flipping through and checking it over, you will find that it is a um, a fairly young, a fairly young person, um, or was at one point. 
the hair pulled tightly back from the cold. The backpack is um, is exposed, and when you push through it, you'll see that there are some things in there that are interesting to you. For one, the uh, the body is holding a holy symbol of Mistra. Inside of the pack, however, you will find the following things. You will find a diamond the size of your fist. You will find... Uh, this is the same size and quality of diamond that you needed to resurrect uh, Trovis. You get one. Um, you will find a potion of some variety swirling yellow energy you will find another thing a vial of looks like oil you'll find a scrimshaw ink pen with runic designs and you will find a well-loved sketchbook wrapped in leather that has mostly survived freezing. It looks like a cross between a sketchbook and a journal. Can I open it? You may. Carefully? Yep, absolutely. Flipping through it, you will see that uh, it looks like uh, this sketchbook uh, belonged to this priest or priestess of the goddess of magic. It's full of all manner of, of lovely art, watercolors and, um, and charcoal works. At the front, a nameplate on the inside cover announces that this cleric was named Alina. Happy birthday. Oh, sorry I for killing I think they you. just switched tra trains, so I think oh, they're going to miss that. They're going to miss it. I named it after them for their birthday and I killed them I'm sorry um, however it inside is a brief account of an expedition sent by the arcane brotherhood some uh, given by the dates uh, this corroborates with uh, Valen's theory that they sent someone up here oh, no, they saw it, they saw it. sorry I killed you uh, however talks about an expedition that was sent up here in brief terms that someone named Zaharad had led the expedition, a member of the Arcane Brotherhood and that they were wounded here by a strange creature of mist and smoke and that they had hidden in hopes of avoiding being consumed. That they had hoped that Zaharad would come back. But they weren't sure if they would. The last message that is left inside of the journal is one of terror. I can hear it moving in the darkness, it says. It does not breathe. It just laughs. High-pitched and shrill. 
do not know how much time I have left. I don't want to come back. I will do what I must. Looking down, you see that there... I think somehow this person might have encased themselves in ice. Looking at the melted ice, you seem to remember that there were potentially, uh, it was hard to tell from this, from what you thought was a fall, but maybe scratch marks on the outside of the ice casing that she was, that they were frozen inside of. Mentioning the cackling, There's only one thing inside of this cavern that would laugh like that. A null. <laughs> Which sends shivers up your spine when echoing through the chambers you hear. <laughs> All of you hear the cackling laughter of the croaking throat of Nalls echo from all sides. <laughs> yes. I will start pulling the sulfur and guano ball back out of my pocket. The laughter. Look at Callie. Grows louder. I'm gonna put the sketchbook in the, the book of holding, the bag of holding. Okay. It is getting louder. Do we want to run to the tower and hide? Group up there, and if they group up, I can fireball them. Yeah, that sounds like a good plan to me. All right, let's do that. Let's take the body real quick. <sighs> All right, grab the body. As you grab this the body and maybe? begin to move toward the northern stairwell, you'll hear the sound of laughter echoing from that chamber as well. <laughs> They're all around you. Awesome. Love there. it for us. And they are coming. Which is where we'll start next game. Because <laughs> I'm a dick. Let's fucking go, y'all. I figure like, play. oh shit, I exposed the body. Crap, I don't want them to get nulled. Oh, dude. So good. It's so good. I love I love some of the art in this book. It was really good. Dude, the art in the book is like super good and creepy. I love it's it. It's really, I was pulling all of the art for Salt Marsh because I like to use the um, the images from the book as our thumbnails, right? Mm -hmm. Because why not? We're promoting their game. Um, thank you. Yes, I, I was trying to make sure to be very an androgynous with the character that I based off you because I know that you are using they pronouns primarily. Mm. Um, and uh, so I was like, yeah, it's kind of like feminine shaped, I guess. I don't know. Like androgynous, I guess. But anyway, um, so yeah, I was pulling it all. And like Rhyme's art is actually way better than Ghostmarsers. It's like, so pretty. It's like they they hired a lot of, like I spent like two hours the other day finding all of the art to use for the end of Rhyme. Uh, so anyway, uh, that is going to be it for Rhyme of the Frostmane tonight. Did you guys have fun with that? Oh, super good. Yeah, I'm excited really good. to start flacking. Y'all, I'm like 30 points from like 
full health, so we'll see how this goes. I mean, you could always just jump down the hole if it gets dangerous at this that point. That sounds like a great idea. Straight into hell. How bad yeah. is Aurora's? <laughs> I mean, how bad can they? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> what challenge rating can they be? Oh. 18,000. I don't want to know. It's 18,000. It's over 9,000. Thank hey. you for uh, the bitties. Oh, thank you so much, guys. It's so good to have Which? you all here. Uh, come tomorrow night and watch us play uh, Candlekeep Mysteries, please. Oh, you were going to say something? Um, I was just going to say um, for Toxic Wolf, just because that was right at the end of the stream, I'm just going to refund your points so you can use them next time. Oh, what, did they, what did they get? It was a mod poll regarding uh, who's your favorite player... Slash character. Oh, uh, in this game or in any game? Um, I'll just I'll just say it if it's. Well, I think they. Lingo's an audience poll. Option oh. to make oh. a poll for the audience. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a mod poll. You asked the mods. I'm like, oh me. Well, no, it's it, it. Well, I mean, it's your channel point option. What does it mean? Oh, that's fair. Yeah, uh, so uh, <laughs> ask ask next time though, because I don't think there's enough time to really do that justice. So we'll no, work so on that. So I'm gonna. Look into. Oh, actually, um, Jazira Silverwood actually has a good idea that you should trick the Remoras into fighting the Nulls. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if you click reject it, we'll refund. Uh, so, folks, that's going to be the end of uh, the end of us. That's going to be the end of this for tonight. Um, we love you very much. Thank you so much for tuning in. It is always an honor and a pleasure to run these for you. Uh, if this is your first time with us, give us a follow. Give us a sub over on YouTube if you're watching over there. Hell, if you're not watching over there, give us a sub. It's free. It's, you don't have a, you don't have a limited number of Super subs. Free. It's soups. Uh, and if you have extra couch couch cushion money, we always accept subs or uh, like on Twitch or over on patreon.com slash dorktales. Also, check out our merch because it's actually like really good. Uh, but it's always there. Um, also, be sure to use coupons. We get less money, but then you don't have to pay more. And I like that better. So like T Public use always coupons. has like a... Use coupons. T Public always has like a 35% coupon. Use it, use it. Anyway, uh, that is going to be the end of the night for us. We love you very much. Have a good night, everybody. Goodbye. Rime of the Frostmaiden is a Dork Tales production. Its dungeon master is Kelly Clark, and it stars Hayden Davio as Lacithian Callisto, Robin Halford as Vister Dankill, Mike McGee as Katarina Firestring, and Christine Rattray as Callie Thornhill. To watch us live, visit twitch.tv dorktales, or you can view our back catalog on youtube.com dorktales. Want to help Dorktales grow? Rate and leave us a review and share us with your friends. Our opening theme is Cold Journey by Alexander Nakarada, and our closing theme is Winter Night, also by Alexander Nakarada. A full list of the music used in this episode is available in the show notes below. Ambient music and sound effects are by tabletopaudio.com, one of the best free tools for dungeon masters anywhere. I'd like to take a minute to thank all of our patrons at patreon.com dorktales, starting with our Patreon producers. Our divine producer, DM Michael Gray, the great and benevolent. Our demonic producer, Sholton, who has a bit of a Faustian pact in mind. Our heroic producer, Nibelheim, who came from afar. The prince of the Patreon, Taryn, who takes levels in generosity. Our level 20 heroes, Jan Clark, who's my, my mom. Bob Kessler. Dave, also known as Froggy Legs. Our level 10 hero, Trizelta, also known as James Bododge. Our very important patrons, who donate five or more dollars per month. Mike McGee and their glorious nails. An actual guinea pig. Dale Cope, the eternal student of life. Camille, who may be six possums in a trench coat. Evan, longtime listener, first time patron. Mike Baxter, first of his name. Jason Tudor, the mayor of Icewind Dale. 
Krista Mitchell, the Siege FX engine, the mysterious Dark Horse, the great and powerful Nacro, Rio, but without the OZ, United Adventure Company, Robin Holford, the new girl in town, and our dork squad, Jen Peters, Caitlin, Amy, and Batran. If you'd like to hear your name at the end of these episodes and get access to exclusive perks, feel free to join us on patreon.com slash dorktales. Dorktales survives on the generosity of our patrons, and I can't express how grateful I am to each and every one of you for your support. Thank you so much, and thanks to you for listening. If you want to reach out, you can find us on the Dorktales Discord. We hope you join us, and we'll see you in the next episode.